Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2019 Gordo-Awards. Welcome to the show. We hope you're ready for a night of adventure, a night of Magic the Gathering, a night of games, memes, siege operators, and everything in between. I'm your host, Andrew Keeley Street for the second annual Gordo's. We hope you're ready. We hope you got Disney Plus. We hope you're ready for Hillary Duff making her return. But before we get to that, who's the crew tonight? Who's making the decisions? Who's giving out the Gordos? You know him well. He'll put you on the guillotine if you don't love Deadly Premonition. His name's Cassidy Sargent. <laughs> That's right, Zach. If you don't love Deadly Premonition, I'm coming for you. It says FK in the coffee. <laughs> Hanging out in the Subway Surfer Lounge. Robert Mecky. Yeah, call call me Subway Rat. I don't. <laughs> Pizza Rat. <laughs> Pizza Rat. That's a 2019 thing, right? No, that's yeah, I gotta get one more one more 2019. Oh. No, it's back. Jesus Christ. 20, 2017, 18, maybe. Fact check. And the number one sponsor of the Gordos is Inflatable Furniture, coming to you live from the Inflatable Furniture Room. Elmer Guardado and Sam Atherton. Now, what does that mean? It's Fallen Fernie. See, there, there was that reference he could have made, but he went with something none of us understood. Did I feel like we talked about this one time? Inflatable yeah, furniture. Yeah, I think don't like so. inflatable furniture. I think that was the other show, but it's okay. That's the f- furniture of the future. Yeah, we're coming at you live from Studio uh, Awkward Pause South West sixty nine. And Sam's here in person. I can touch him. Yeah. We're touching each other right now. Yeah. How, how's he feel? How's his skin today? Moisturized? Touch my... I mean, Elmer, Elmer has a very moisturized skin. Confirmed. Now, dear listeners, you may be saying, second annual Gordos, you didn't listen to the first one. Monster Hunter World won the Gordo of the Year. A sham. A tragedy. No sham. Yeah. Uh... This, this is the same year Red Dead came out, God of War came out. Yeah, I wish you guys good weren't so out. fucking salty about a game better than your little darlings coming out. I wish you guys hadn't fucked Spider-Man. Yeah, like, honestly, Spider-Man came out last year. What are we doing? Anyway, <laughs> this is our Game of the Year show. It's a big meme. We've got it. six categories at this point. I'm going to run you through them real quick here at the beginning of the show. The order may change. You may hear them in different orders. Who knows? But start. we're going to start with the biggest surprise this year. We've also got the biggest disappointment, naturally. We've got the best 2019 Rainbow Six Siege operator, which we know you're dying to hear. We've got the best non-2019 game we played this year. We've got what has become a tradition of this show. We've got the Randy Pitchford Award of Excellence in Failure. Randy, we love you and we respect you. Why would you fuck us like we this? Don't, we don't love him. and rounding us out our game of the year the gordo of the year 
the cream of the crop of the year Monster Hunter World was last year. This year, we've got a good list. Monster Hunter Iceborne. Hell yeah. <laughs> 2020, here we come. Didn't even make the list. I ain't been getting high. Well, maybe a little, baby. I don't want to lie. I know when you text me, girl, I don't always reply. Well, you're not an angel either. You can't even fly. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Andrew Taylor, a.k.a. Papa Drew Bear. I'm here to announce the nominees for the category of Best Surprise. The nominees are Tetris 99, Pistol Whip, Apex Legends, Outer Wilds, and Cadence of Hyrule. And the Gordo goes to Yoleza. Yeah? What the fuck's a Gordo? Like Gordo from Lizzie McGuire? Okay, whatever the fuck that means. All right. Real quickly, I would like to propose that this is really best surprise. Yes, yes. Let's let's edit that on the fly. Not the most surprising thing to happen, but the the best surprising game. The Google Doc has been updated. It is in the scrolls. We're flexible like that. Yeah, dude. Fluid. Now, who's feeling extremely passionate about one of these? Who wants to go first? I want to get one off this list. Okay. Cadence of Hyrule. (laughs) I don't think so. Dramatic pause. (laughs) I think when this category was labeled biggest surprise, Nintendo partnering with the indie developers who made Cadence of Hyrule to make a Zelda-themed game, it's unprecedented. Pretty surprising. Yeah. Good argument. Not only that fantastic game incredible music there's a there's two games i would kill off this list before that now, okay pistol whip and wow outer wilds wow i haven't played that i um <laughs> so i okay now andrew do you want to you can put your eggs in one in one basket or multiple baskets i got my eyes on one basket i think i know where your head's at I think we all know where Elmer's head's at. <laughs> so, okay. No one, has anyone played Pistol Whip other than Robbie? Me and Sam. I played okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> where are this we is at? A good, it's a good game. It's a lot of fun. I suck at it, but it's fun. And Great surprise. Yeah, big shout out to the Oculus, nope, is it Oculus? Oculus. Yeah, Oculus Quest. Oculus Quest. That thing, fucking life-changing. Yeah. It's a, what a cool thing. It's basically like super hot without the slowdown time mechanic. It's a first person shooter, but it it's like also kind of like Beat Saber where it uses the music. And if you do, if you get kills in the rhythm of the music, you get bonus points. It's you feel like John Wick. My fucking hamstring is sore from doing squats yesterday, dodging bullets. It's really good. And I don't I don't think it's the first one to leave this list. I don't think it wins. I'll say that. I don't think it's the first one off this list. Okay, then Outer Wilds. Has anyone played that yet besides Robbie? I've played it. Okay. I'm very interested in this game, and I think I would feel differently if I had played it. I I love this game, too. Both of these, Pistol Whip and Outer Wilds, I think would be difficult for me to take off the list. I think these are both kind of came out of nowhere for me. And boy, howdy, these were fucking great. 
I don't see Outer Wilds personally. It it didn't connect with me. <clears throat> it's uh, you know, I, I guess I'm not really even sure how to explain the game, but it's sort of like a little adventure exploration borderline puzzle game. Uh, you're like in space, moving from planet to planet in like a little solar system. Uh, and there's some really, really cool mechanics. Uh, and I played about two hours and I don't think I'm going to go back. That's sad to hear. To me, honestly, this uh, is what I, I wanted. People, out of. people talk about this game. Like I, I people think I, I've read the article on Kotaku that says Outer Worlds is one of the best games ever made. And like, I'm sorry, I just don't get it. It's no Picross, Lord of the Nazareth, is it, Cass? <laughs> no, I did. It's no Picto Quest. <laughs> I mean, we got to start putting things down. We're trying to uh, crown crown a champion. Well, let, now, let's just go raw okay. numbers here. Yeah, right. Okay. I don't think yeah. we've talked about the elephant in the room. Let's let's put our let's just okay. put our cards on the table. Yeah. Right. Hey, did we did we get wait, you you read the you read the things, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay, sorry. For me, it's Apex. I can go into my speech now, but I, I want to hear where everyone's at. I think for me Go ahead. It's Tetris ninety nine. Amen. Retweet. Now you guys saw me in action yesterday? Andrew, I looked at Robert in the eyes and I said, this is for you. And I got first place. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm in Tetris Invictus now. Yeah. Now, Andrew, let me let me tell you, let me talk to you about Tetris 99. Let's go back to the year 1988, which I think is the year Tetris came out. Uh, I suck at Tetris. Like, I think everyone who's watched me play can attest. I suck dick at Tetris. However, watching Elmer play completely changed my like the way I feel about this game this game fucking cool uh and for me it gets best surprise because I never in a thousand years would have expected that I think it's cool it's fucking rad <clears throat> and it's it's a it's a shadow dropped game you know I think for some of the arguments Cassidy's making on about to make on Apex Legends I think it hits a, some of the same beats it also did the fucking PUBG uh, Battle Royale thing, right? And in a way where everyone's like, what? What a meme. This is going to be garbage. And it's not. And they've supported it. They put out free, like, if you just play a couple rounds, like, you'll get this uh, limited Fire Emblem skin or Pokemon or whatever the fuck. You could also just pay, for, like, what is it, five, ten bucks? And you get the offline version? Yeah, the DLC and all that. Comes with, like, CPU versus modes. I think the biggest thing... When this was still the biggest surprise category, the fact that this was a shadow drop during a Nintendo Direct at literally the peak, I think, of the, the meme, it's a battle royale. Yeah, 100 Tetris pieces drop onto an <laughs> island, and then the fucking Mad Men did it. <laughs> so I think if we're going to start eliminating things, I think Cadence of Hyrule is only me fighting for it. I that feel like we have a winner. Game. I hate to jump to the end. I feel like we have a winner here. Tetris 99. I think in sheer numbers we might be there, but I want to hear Robbie's pick, and I want to hear the spiel on Apex. Absolutely. Think, can we cross out Cadence of Hyrule? Cadence Let's is start. gone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me Hold say on. my piece on Apex real quick, because I, I think Tetris 99 is fucking cool, and if it wins, I'll, I'll be happy, and that's totally fine. Apex is a pretty fucking wild thing, too. A lot of the things we were just saying for Tetris 99, we can say for Apex. Like, the Friday before Apex dropped, there started to be, like, these weird rumors coming out of Respawn, right? Like, yeah, there's some 
Titanfall multiplayer game that they're working on, and then it was just out. And it was sort of Titanfall, but no Titans, and the game was good. Uh, I, I've never really gotten into a free to play game. And so the fact that good free to play games exist is still kind of wild to me. Uh, yeah. And the shadow drop nature, the high quality of the game, the fact that it's free to play, it's, uh, uh, the ping system, the sort of like tweaks Damn, that they yeah. made to the battle Royale, right? With like, okay, yep. now there's a respawn element. Uh, it's sort of like character based now and there are these abilities and you can kind of synergize with your team. Um, the group drops, just like all of those little quality of life tweaks, I think were so incredible. The game is still fun to play. If, if we got an Apex game going today, I would love that. Uh, yeah, it is. It's definitely my best surprise, uh, but I, I feel good about Tetris 99 too. And I think a free to play game put out by ea i feel like when the when the i respawn you know like mm -hmm. but like when yeah. the rumors dropped free to play battle royale ea's publishing it's in the titanfall universe it's not titanfall 3 like i feel like it had everything going against it oh, everyone yeah. was like this is gonna be fucking trash like here's the here's the cash in and it came out and it was awesome and like i still yeah. think it's awesome like it plays great that comms system like the fact that you can communicate and like play a battle royale game without a mic you don't like, feel do you guys remember the first month this game dropped yeah. just how like we were fucking Huge. on an iv of apex legends oh yeah and it didn't happen but we were all maybe just me we're saying like fortnite killer i can't believe something oh, yeah, came yeah. and overshadowed it at least for a, mo a substantial moment i thought it was going to take a big piece of the yeah. pie same and and i think apex legends is maybe my third game on this list like it could be my second but i i i and it's cheating because Pistol Whip has the VR component that automatically makes it more surprising because you don't you're not bought in completely yet. But I think I think that this is a game that suffers from one that came out. I think that if we had all played four or five rounds of Apex within the last week, we would feel differently. I, I genuinely think that because this came out at the very fucking beginning yeah. of the year. And like just sticking be... with it, it's got a new map. It's got a new yeah, characters. which I haven't even played. Holiday yeah. events. It's got that guy. He made an appearance at the Game Awards. <laughs> Mirage. Yeah, that yeah, guy. love Mirage. He's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, where's your head at? Uh so I have to I have to pick my battles because I know I know that my choice is not going to win. Um, but I'm going to reach across the aisle here because I'm a man of the people. Uh, I think I would go for Apex Legends at this point because um, I agree with Cass on basically everything. I think we all had a great time playing it. I do think that the release strategy is the smartest thing they possibly could have done because, like you said, with everything going against it, there's no way a hype cycle would have been successful for this game. So just shadow dropping it and be like, yeah, just fucking play it yourself uh, was great. I'm Let's a shadow huge... drop it and pay streamers millions of dollars to play it. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you, Dr. Disrespect. But <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think that <clears throat> the reason I go, go for Apex over like, you know, I think the two top contenders for this category are both battle rails right now, but I do think that Apex does provide, uh, it, Apex is so innovative and there's so many quality of life improvements that it feels like a different game from Titanfall, even though it's set in the Titanfall universe, whereas Tetris 99 is just Tetris. 
Um, and I it's think it's just choice. it's those it's changes <laughs> that really <laughs> they didn't set like that. this above <laughs> the competition. Because Apex, Apex is fucking great. Apex is great, and it's so polished, right? Like, that's one of the craziest things is how polished it came out the door. But speaking of polish, Tetris. We've, we've spent decades polishing this game. And guess what? We found a way to fucking bring it back. How the fuck do you make an unpolished Tetris? Bro, I've played they're so bl- many. Tr- yeah, games. there's so many bad Tetris games. And I think, I mean, just based on what I've seen, because I played, we played a little bit of Tetris Effect this morning, too. And like, those are completely different games. Like, I feel like Tetris Effect, it's like very relaxing. And you're just like having a good time. But like Tetris 99, it was tense, like from the beginning. And, you know, I think it's probably like the music and like all that that gives it, you know, makes it different. Um, So. And it's a Nintendo game with fucking incredible matchmaking. Which shouldn't be a fucking, <laughs> you know, a big pillar on this get for this game, but like, the matchmaking always works, even when you're on uh, just Wi-Fi. Like it's it's good. Yeah. Tetris ninety nine is my game. I do have to say there are like some minor things with Tetris ninety nine that aren't the best. I think the the biggest thing being that the game tells you nothing. Yeah, like there and there are a lot of systems in that game that you water really, badges. How do I get them? Yeah, yeah, like oh, why is it that sometimes doing single lines mm-hmm. does more damage than doing an actual Tetris? And like, what is the actual multiplier <clears throat> on the badges and all that kind of stuff? Like, there's a lot of nuance to learning that. I don't think that detracts from it necessarily, but I do think it could turn like some people that maybe don't love Tetris as much as Elmer and I do away from it. Nonetheless, fantastic fucking battle royale game. Goddamn, when you get to the end of that, the music's going, your, your palms are all sweaty. Oh, yeah. The fucking, the screen's blinking red. Are you going to get to the fucking number one spot? Have I don't you know, though, like, the promised land? Always. You always win? You get 100% <laughs> win rate? No, I, I don't always win. I usually get to top 15. It's a safe bet, yeah. I'm bad. Um... I don't know. I, I think I think Apex and Tetris, like those are the two. Yeah. All right. So let's let's give each one a last victory lap. Outer Wilds, Robert, one sentence before we we say goodbye. Uh, it's a great game. More people should play it if you're into exploration and you wanted more out of No Man's Sky. Check out Outer Wilds. It's also got a fantastic soundtrack. It's on Game Pass. It is on it Game does. Pass. On console only. <clears throat> on console only. Ro- Robbie, give me one one more. Round of applause for Pistol Whip. Uh, boy, Pistol Whip, man, people should get an Oculus Quest just to play this game. You ever want to feel like John Wick? You want to feel like Keanu Reeves? Play this game. I think Pistol Whip is the VR game. Like, if you're going to get one, that's the one. Yeah, Pistol Whip or Beat Saber. You know, some people just don't like guns. I get it. And there's no Green Day in Pistol Whip yet. Not super hot? Uh, I think both over super hot. Super hot, I think, is a little harder to get, like, a more casual crowd into. Okay. But Super Hot is also fantastic. VR is just great. VR is so fucking sick. And let's do one last vote for the last two champions. Uh, if you would like to see Apex Legends win, Probably say aye. 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 Yeah. If you yeah. would, if you want to be on the right yeah. side of history, <laughs> say yeet. 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 All right. Tetris 99. 
Thank you. Thank you guys for playing nice. Congratulations to whoever developed that. I was not sure that Sam was going to come along on this ride. I didn't even know. That was a surprise. That was my biggest surprise of 2019. That's because you're sitting next to him. And I think that this. I changed my mind mid. Like when we sat down, I was like, this is it. Elmer's pinching his thigh. (laughs) I know. Yeah, I'm out out here stroking that. Help me. Um, I think that this is a sign of what's to come. Getting down to these final two that both deserve it. Everyone's understanding it. it They both deserve it. It's going to be tough. It's a hard year. It's a hard year. And you know what? Andrew and I, we're benevolent kings, you know? Where where are you the kings? What happened here? (laughs) You know, I don't think Tetris 99 needs to win every award, is all I'll say, you know? I just don't get how you can be surprised by Tetris in today's day and age. Bro, um... it was, it, it, it literally shadow dropped. And it was that good. I'm still playing it. It's good. There you have it, the Gordo for the best surprise, Tetris 99. Hello everyone. My name is Sandy Atherton, but you might know me better as Sam's mom. I'm not a big gamer, but in the 80s you could find me crushing Pac-Man at the local arcades, and more recently I've been on a Candy Crush kick. I might not know a lot about games, but I do know about disappointments. And that's why I'm here, to present the Gordo for Biggest Disappointment. Your nominees are Astral Chain, Kingdom Hearts 3, Fallout First, Anthem and Crackdown 3. And the Gordo goes to. The Gordo for the biggest disappointment. Not everything can live up to the hype of last year's Gordo Monster Hunter World. Not everything can live up to the monumental expectations of a Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm or a Spider-Man, or a God of War. Sometimes things let us down. Sometimes they fuck us. Why would they fuck us like this and give us a disappointing mm. game? Biggest disappointment, also known as the you hate to see it award. You yeah. really do hate to see this. <laughs> and I feel good about the games in this list because with the exception of one, I think they all had legitimate hype behind them in a very, like, what like rug pulled out from under us kind of way. Right? Uh yeah, but here's the thing. Sure. The way you're saying one cuz let me let me I'll say it now. I think, Crackdown 3 was not going to be good ever. Yeah, I was going to say no one was expecting Crackdown 3 to be good. <laughs> Robert was. Can we strike through that one? No, I was just expecting the game to not be broken. <laughs> so the bar was very low. Does that count? <laughs> they like they moved that game around like I know it didn't happen like this, but I feel like every three weeks they're like, oh, Crackdown comes out tomorrow. They're like, actually, it's uh, we're pushing it back two <laughs> yeah. months. Yeah, we'll, we'll strike that out. We stri- just get that off the list. Yeah, I agree. That game was not disappointing. Yeah. Well, it, it, well, well, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, get it off the list. Let's uh, move it to the Gordo category. <laughs> Gordo of the year. Crackdown. And here's <laughs> my pitch for the second one, Fallout first. Like, did anyone think that was like... So I want to say Fallout 76 won last year. 
Which makes I think yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Fallout first Fall a Fallout First falls in the same category as Crackdown to me. Really? But it's the, like nobody oh. thought this was gonna be good. Yeah. But there yeah. wasn't it okay, see, but I'm t i am I'm thinking, I guess, and maybe this is unfair. I'm not thinking of the game, I'm thinking of the announcement, which is maybe where I'm coming from. Hmm. But the sheer like are you how are they how did no one say don't do this? Yeah, I think it's more of like a it's like a, how dare you <laughs> yeah. try to charge us for this broken ass game. But, you I, see I, but I agree. If we're talking about product, the final product, I do think we remove Fallout first for the same reason we removed Crackdown Three. Yeah. While we're talking about Fallout first, did you see that people who have the subscription, uh, the game was hacked so that they could, if you could see a player in the world, you could steal all of the stuff out of their inventory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just my favorite thing about uh, this though was that class warfare became a thing in Fallout <laughs> seventy six. <laughs> Yeah, if man. you had the little emblem that said yep. you were a first member, like you were just hunted and murdered yeah. relentlessly. <laughs> <laughs> the future liberals want. Oh, now, man. this is the kind of thing I could get behind. Like we could buy the game and then just be, we could be <laughs> the, 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 the first class hunters. hunters. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, sometimes I feel weak. Sometimes I see some clips and I'm like, maybe. No. <laughs> maybe. Oh, man. No. Don't do Don't it. Don't let them test your resolve yeah. like that. Maybe. Okay, so I think we remove it then, right? Because I think the announcement, how dare you, biggest disappointment, but it also is not, you know, there's no reason to believe in the beginning, to begin yeah. with. Now, I would like to nominate a game for removal from the list. I think we're uh, on the same page here. I, I Okay, you go first. Kingdom Hearts 3 should not the be the biggest disappointment. No, that's staying okay. on the list. I want to no. read a different game from the list. Yeah. That is that is ridiculous, Cass. How fucking dare you? No. You guys were so excited. You guys played all the games, apparently. Yeah. You made us spend $100 on that goddamn package yeah. for this game. Robert, and then you knew what you, you were signing up for. None of you even got close to beating it. And were you t you telling me you were expecting it to be as bad as Finding Olaf's Nose? It plays like a PlayStation <laughs> 2 game. It plays like That's Kingdom Hearts. games and are. Yeah, I expected it to play but like were that. You, you were really expecting that? Yeah, it you plays know, like okay, a juiced that's, that's up Kingdom fair. Hearts. It, it plays like it what plays the fuck like else was it going to be? It's a Kingdom Hearts game, just like a Tetris game. It's a guys, oh Kingdom Hearts God. game. You it guys sold me is. on the juice. You guys sold me on the juice of like, no, it's like, yes, it's going to be like, we saw so much gameplay before. We're like, yeah, it looks like a better version of the game. It looks smooth. It looks clean. It, it is. looks fun. It's not. All those. I agree. All yeah, those things. I think it's fun. Clean. It didn't make enough in <laughs> advancements. It clean. still plays like a PlayStation 2 game, but it plays like a smooth and clean PlayStation 2 game. I think there's a game there's on a here we get rid of before this is, is, I think, my biggest argument. I'll say that. Maybe this doesn't win, but it does not get removed this early. It's pretty much exactly what I expected. Me too. You guys, you guys ready to remove Kingdom Hearts 3 over Astral Chain? No, I, they I think both, both get removed, so it doesn't matter to me. The yeah. order matters. Astral Chain, I'm, Sam. You're the only one that played Astral Chain. Yeah, no, I piece, played buddy. Astral Chain. So, oh. yeah, I was really... <clears throat> so for me, like, it's disappointing because, like, I was really hyped for this game. Like, it looks really cool. It was, like, you know, Platinum Games. Like, oh, like, fuck yeah. Uh, and then I kind of, like, got into it. And I just immediately... Like, there were no hooks. And I was just really not not interested in playing more of it. Um, so that's why it's a, a, biggest, a big disappointment for me. It's a game that starts a little slow, I think. Like, it, it, there's a good, like, three hours, I think, before you get, like, access Oof. to all of the multiple different uh, abilities. But I think that, for me, like, someone who 
falls off of platinum games pretty fast. I think that this is one of the, one of the better ones for me because it's it's got different things to it. Like whereas Bayonetta, I feel like it's constantly going nonstop. This you have like you stop to do like some detective work. You stop to go back to your base and change your loadout to upgrade and change your colors and do all that kind of stuff. Whereas some of these other games, it just feels like nonstop action. Also aesthetically, I think that this is fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'll get back into it and, you know, I still, I still want to play more of it. It's just, I was expecting to like immediately fall in love with it. Do you Uh, think it's, I was going to ask, do you think, where do you land on it? Now that you see the final three, Anthem, Kingdom Hearts 3, Astral Chain, are you ready to put Astral Chain over Anthem or Kingdom Hearts 3? I mean, I didn't play much. I didn't play much of Kingdom Hearts 3 either. Say no more. But you bought all, you, you spent a lot of money on it. I did spend a lot of money Stop. on it. We no, but I, a lot of money on it. but I also want to get back to Kingdom Hearts. I just like. You won't, dude. You won't. I definitely will. I definitely will. I'll pick a bet you right. I'll make a bet you right now. Nah, that's too easy of a mail bet. <laughs> it doesn't matter because he doesn't pay his bets, so. <laughs> Fuck you, Cass. I ate one. I just got to edit the video and I'm going to eat one this weekend. I was talking to Elmer. Oh. Would we like. <laughs> Cassidy, would you rather see Kingdom Hearts go or Astral Chain go? It, it, like, it legitimately doesn't matter to me because I cannot imagine a world where Anthem doesn't win this category. Yeah, if, if Kingdom Hearts 3 won over Anthem, this, like, this podcast is a sham. It all down. Yeah. I, I think for the DNA of this show and who we are, and again, just no. like our decades list, this exactly is supposed to reflect us. Dude, okay. for the list to reflect us, okay. Kingdom Hearts. What did you be think it was it? gonna be? Did you think it was gonna be Breath of the Wild, Kingdom Hearts? No, I, I thought, thought it was gonna, gonna be. Good. I thought it was gonna be fine. It is and it fine. Was not yeah, fine. I think it's fine. It is. It fine is like is a six out of ten. If you try is, and tell me this game's below a six out of ten, there's I think so much. I will. I will say it's below a six out of ten. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be completely. The this is like shovelware game, game, dude. This is like Shrek the game. Oh my god! No, you're yeah. fucking high. Okay, this Alex is, Jones. This game is just as good as Tetris ninety nine. The problem is, oh, I think, oh, is the Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts franchise as a whole. Elmer and I were both looking at it through rose-tinted goggles, and I was like, it's a franchise that I thought I liked, until I went back and played it and realized that the entire fucking franchise is shit. That's a, such a bad take. Those games are so fucking good. No, so why that's why, you that's why I was play it, you like, fucking Kingdom Hearts. I did animal. play it. Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm sure, is yeah, just sure more Kingdom Hearts. That's exactly. Totally it's more yeah. Kingdom Hearts. It's just Kingdom Hearts is shit, so it's more no. shit. Oh my okay. god. I, we, what as did long we play? As we, we played eight Kingdom Hearts As long as we can agree it's shit. I'm ready to we played eight the Kingdom Hearts games. They all played the same way, and then a new one came out, and it played like that. That's not a disappointment. That's yeah. a fucking pattern. My disappointment That's in, the franchise. Yeah, my disappointment <laughs> in the whole franchise. It's, I, I didn't realize the franchise was as bad as it was until I went back and replayed okay. the old one. Okay. Robert, it like, came out in like 2002. And no, it just came so out in like 1960. I feel like everyone was so positive in the first two episodes following the release of this game. Oh my god, I'd love to go back to those of us. We're like, well, the game is actually good. Uh, I think the, the three biggest like black eyes on this show is <laughs> the Kingdom Hearts 3 saga, Monster Hunter winning quarter of the year, and then there was one more. What other game were we really jazzed about that fucked us? That's you in every single game. No, there was something. It else. is like, you in every I single game. This game is so good. I love this game. And then the next time, I was like, fuck this game. Fuck uh, everything. Yeah, fuck people who like this game. Like, I, that I is you to a T. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought so Mario Maker was good, was good, and then it wasn't. I thought Control was good, and then it wasn't. I thought Fire Emblem was good, and then it wasn't. No, Fire Emblem is great. I love Fire Emblem. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Okay, so Anthem, obviously the winner. 
I would like to hear Cassidy talk about it because I know I feel like you were you were you your heart broke the hardest. It was a, it was definitely a game I was excited for, and I have love for the Bioware team. You know, Mass Effect that series is is one of my absolute favorites. Andromeda I thought was a travesty, but I definitely bought into the <clears throat> okay. Well, that was another that was another uh, team, <laughs> and the main team is working on Anthem, and that's okay. And you know the the trailers that they put out I thought looked incredible. You know, the Iron Man flying looked awesome. I actually sort of liked the Mass Effect three combat, and it looked similar in some ways uh so i was really excited and then it just all fell apart man Mm -hmm. (laughs) just the ground fell out from underneath (laughs) us and uh and the game was bad and it it happened like as soon as that demo came out right yeah people started getting their hands on it it's like ooh, it was extremely buggy it wasn't very deep yeah yeah that could have been maybe the time would have helped if they delayed it i the structure of the game is just so fucked because I think I do think that the moment-to-moment gameplay in Anthem is good. Like, I still get a kick out of, you know, I haven't played it in a while, but running around and just, like, double-hitting jump to go into Iron Man mode and fly around, that feels great. I thought the guns still feel fun. great. Um, the aesthetic is kind of a take-it-or-leave-it uh, thing, but the graphics engine, I think, looked really good. It's just the, f- the design is so fucking boring. The, like, first-person exploration stuff is super fucking weird. Like, the fact that you can't change your loadout while you're in a mission. Like, what are you even doing? Okay, hey, I found a cool new gun because it's a loot game. Yeah. And I have to wait until, like, go Go back back to to my base and pick another mission and pick my loadout. It's like, come on, man. You can tell this game was made initially as a single-player experience that EA kind of mandated be made into a Destiny clone. Like... The, otherwise, the city just doesn't make sense. The first-person single-player exploration of the city makes no fucking sense. And I think all of that in the context of Mass Effect Andromeda being bad. Mm-hmm. Also, it's just like like Cass said, we all thought, oh, maybe they've got the the A team working on this. Is the A team exactly? And then for this to come out, and be like, it's like, yeah. oh, is Bioware okay? <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't seriously. And they aren't. This, yeah. this it, game shut down a fucking studio. I mean, they, they, they put out a whole content roadmap that was like a year long saying this is what we're going to do and then <laughs> didn't release a single piece of it. Mm-hmm. Because like all hands on deck, we have to get the water out of the boat. Aren't they still supposed to be doing like a full... The, the rumor the is game? that Bioware is like there's this major undertaking inside Bioware to like relaunch the game. I have no yeah. idea if it's going to happen. Yeah, but they keep saying I, that. They must be running the numbers because honestly, like they fucked us with Andromeda and they fucked people with Anthem. Like, I don't know that they can just leave two franchises in like a burning heap and expect us to buy the next one. Like, I think I think they may have to put some work into Anthem to retain any goodwill so i guess we'll see i like and there is a game there right like i have hope for anthem a little bit but man just absolutely doa right just came out and nothing and i think the biggest thing is like what a shame like the the hype cycle for this game is so long like they announced to what in 20 like 16 oh yeah they had a 3d trailer at like the e3 ea conference yeah next big thing yeah, and I was like, I was instantly hooked. I was like, this is going to be my game of the year. And then, you know, and then they kind of kept showing it, showing it like, oh, maybe this will be good. And then mm-hmm. 
I was right there with you, man. Like I, I was online. I was like trying to figure out which javelin I was going to pick. Same. I'm like, ooh, the ranger looks kind of cool. Ooh, uh. <laughs> and then just like, damn. Anthem, congratulations. Yeah, hard fought you, victory. You, you did, did it. it. We're sorry, Bioware. <laughs> Shout out to Kingdom Hearts 3. I hope you are okay, Bioware. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Ben. I'm from Brooklyn. I met the boys through Andrew Taylor when I was young and full of life. I've played a minute or two or 685 hours of Siege. Here are the nominees for Best 2019 Siege Operator. Mozzie, Gridlock, Nook, Warden, Amaru, Goyo, Wamai, Kali. And the Gordo goes to... Rainbow Six Siege, a game that defines us, a game that pushes us to our limits, proves us to be an ongoing thing for us, the game that shows that we are athletes. Mm. We are competing. We could be on ESPN. Just ask Ninja. Oh, yeah. And a game that constantly delivers new content. Their seasons are phenomenal. They're giving us new operators, new maps. They're rebuffing and reshaping old maps and guns and boys we got a lot of operators this year we got eight operators across this year which i think is a a first i think but this is more than we got in the past no we've always got eight was it every season i thought it was six last year for some reason but nah my memory is obviously feels like less because it's they've dropped them back to back right so it's like two at a time yeah and I think we've got some great ones this year. Definitely some, bu- some bummers too. Oh yeah, yeah some definite yeah. bummers. Some duds. Some duds. <laughs> not not bummers, but duds. I think Cassidy's right. Like, yeah. I'm happy they're there because they don't hurt the game, but they definitely um, aren't top tier. They they ain't no no Monty. No, they ain't definitely no, no fucking Monty. no thermite. You know. So can I make a can I make a a pitch to remove one right away? Let's hear it. Don't you don't you fucking dare. Can we take Warden off this list? Don't you fucking dare. No. Right away. Don't you dare remove no. my boy. There's right away. No. Robert, take Robert only likes him because he has a mustache. No, we take off someone before Warden. And <laughs> yeah, I will 100%. justify Warden's placement on this list. And I also think you can't fucking just say Robert just likes him because he looks cool. That is a key factor in No. The yeah. in, in like liking these operas like the, the they've made up, they've made bad. such a shift to like make them give them personality give them a fucking thing yeah you know? make them likable as characters yeah. but he's also yeah. the lamest one out of all of them he's no. not he's not he I would if I go random on this list of eight and I get warden I'm happy yeah. really wow I'm not I'm yeah. not like he's not my my ideal pick. So who gets removed above him? I think I think okay. for me it's and I think I've got the name right. It's both of the burnt horizons, Mozzie and Gridlock. I, I don't Gridlock's agree. so thick. Gridlock I, is a great. How about operator. at least Mozzie? Will you give me Mozzie? Hacking I think none drugs. of us play Mozzie. No, I Mozzie's think, I think cool. Mozzie's actually top tier because if if oh we were God. you know this good is going to be a long recording. If we were good <laughs> at the game and we used the drones, Mozzie's a great person to have on the defender team. Oh yeah. Here, I can make moves right now. Let's make moves really quick. Right. Amaru. Yes, Amaru's take gone. Take Amaru off. 
Fine. Okay. Uh, Amaru, she was, she was my pick. useless. She was so my pick, useless. but you know what? I'll I'll concede this one. For the meme, <laughs> Amaru, um, I'm an Amaru stan. She's the so meme is good. good. Amaru has a little gun she pulls out that throws a fucking harpoon hook and lets her launch herself through windows. Which fucking is, yeet in the room. Yeah, she's yeah. the suicide yeah. operator. And if you scare, if you catch people unaware, you can fucking yeah. t- destroy them. There's use. There's use for everyone here. Yeah. Like Amaru on a good map, if like the enemy's on the bottom floor and you just shoot up to the top and luck, you get lucky no one's there. Like, like you're you in the building. Someone is there and then you fucking take them out. That too, but we're bad. Unless so. they're yeah, watching the true. window. <laughs> that's true. So I don't know. That was, she was my pick. Okay. But I can go someone else. How do I feel about Nock? I think Nock is another, she's the only stealth attacker, which is very useful. But I'm not a fan of her loadout. I would like I to give of, I agree. big time props to the looks cool category. Yes. Yeah. Knock yes. looks sick. That character design she's is fantastic. The, but she's Nock, the only one that doesn't have a country too. I like that weird like lore to her where she's like a fucking rogue agent. But Knock seems to me Knock is more useful and cooler looking than Warden. Yeah. I agree. Mm, I disagree. I think we should I, knock ugh. her right off this list. Wow. I'm going to knock you off the list if right now. If we're here. knocking <laughs> off Knock, then we knock off Warden. Deal. No, I, Warden, no. At least let me, if we're all going to team up on Warden, at least let me uh, defend my boy. Um, we've already <laughs> talked about how cool he looks. I love his character. I love, like, he's he's the only dad operator. He looks fucking sick. He's a Secret Service agent. But I think that his gadget is underrated because there are so many uh, times that, you know, when we take those Monty strategies of, like, smoke plant, that works because they didn't pick Warden because everybody fucking hates Warden. But the times where I pick Warden because I just like how he looks, and they try to pull some shit like smoke planting, they get wrecked because they never expect a Warden to come in and just see them through the smoke. He's a great counter to, to smoke planting. Yeah. He's a great counter he, to he's glass. Right. He's right. He's the only one that can see through smoke outside yeah. of uh Also, he's, Pulse, got, a, he's got a good loadout. Count. Yeah, he does. I like his primary. I'm not he's trying to fun. say he's useless. I'm just trying to say he's not yeah. the best. Yeah. Okay. Can we can we get rid of Knock then? Let's let's leave Warden on the table. Yeah. Knock and I were my two picks, but I'll concede. <laughs> uh, now I have one that I I have my winner, and I'm pretty sure no one is going to back me up on this. Let me so hear. It. I think we can sacrifice them. Who is it? I think Goyo is my winner. Oh, really? I'm between Re- Goyo and Wamai. Oh shit! Goyo okay, and okay. Knock were my two. Damn. Fuck. All right. Goyo's in the fucking mix then. All right. Then let's talk about I was Cali. not expecting that. Okay. So here's my thing with Goyo is that he is a risky operator because I see so mm. many times they fuck someone playing as Goyo fucks up, puts something somewhere, and then it explodes and it kills teammates. Yeah. But he is great for like funneling. He's great. If he you nail that shield placement, you can fuck a team up as they're coming in. Especially if you save them till after the drone phase and place them out, it's a good time. Also, can, and I think there's also the deployable shield to have multiple is so you feel kind. Of, that's why I like Castle a lot, one of the base operators, because it's crowd control and you feel like you're doing something even if you don't get any kills. But you it's know, got a high risk. Even Castle too. Castle yeah. and Goyle, they, they have high risk, high reward. Like, you, have you, can fuck, how, you have to know the map. Yeah, you yeah. can fuck your team over with castles. You can fuck your team over with his deployables. That's true. 
I would also like to like to add another uh, comment for the looks good category for Goyo. Goyo, yeah, I think it's a a good look. Yeah, and I like his loadout. I think I think his little vector SMG is hot as fuck. Damn. Okay, then I think. What about Cali? Is anyone going to vouch for Cali? I love Cali. Yeah, Yeah, I'll I'll fight for Cali. Cali's one of my two. I played some Cali this morning. Uh, I like her gun. I don't. I'm not crazy about her gadget. Her gadget's kind of weak. I think. But the gun is so strong. So situational. Yeah. Robert, who do you knock off this list then? Uh, I would probably knock Gridlock off the list. Like, Have you like, seen that ass, Robert? I Gridlock's like, not going to win, so maybe... Yeah, I like Gridlock. I think Gridlock she's fine. Like she's too. got a super easy gadget to use. Like, there's not a lot of pressure when you're playing her. But I also think it's a little bit useless. I mean, it, it, it can fuck you up in a moment, in, like, a heated moment. Like, it's not great to plant preemptively. Yeah. But if you throw that shit in there, like, you're making a mess. You're 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 distracting the team pretty hardcore. But I don't like how heavy she is. Like, she is just so hard. That is not to... okay to say in 2019, dude. Oh, my yeah. God. No. I mean, that's the same reason I don't, like, Monty's the only heavy operator, like, three. I think there's a three strength or three. How do they classify it? Uh, what they armor. Call? Yeah, armor. Armor, 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 armor. speed. Yeah, like, Monty's the only one I'll play because you've got to move slow with that shield no matter what. But I just, I just can't. I don't really like any of the. Yeah, I just don't like her. I don't ones. like her loadout that much. Like, I think she only has the shotgun and the LMG, and I just don't like LMGs in general. Same. Okay, let's get rid of Gridlock. I think we like her gadget, but yeah, I like she's not going to win, right? Okay. Uh, are we take we took Callie off the list, right? I think we should. Okay. To, yeah, to me, like a gadget she's is too the situational. identity of the op, and we we don't like the gadget. Let me That's make fair. a pitch on Wamai. Okay. I think I like he's got. A, I think he's got a great loadout. I think he looks sick. His backstory is that he lives like ninety percent of his life underwater. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, his gadget is fucking sick. Talk about a thing where risk and reward, where you have to throw. If you fuck up and put your gadget, like someone will think, oh, it's just I'm gonna throw it on the ceiling in the building. What's the gadget? Okay. The gadget is it's a magnetic field that pulls things in, anything metal, and it resets the timer on grenades. So if you put, throw it in your room thinking, oh, I'll keep grenades away from me, but it's in the, the objective room, you could kill your teammates because it's going to draw them toward the grenade towards them, maybe. Can I put my Wamai gadget on the hostage? <laughs> you can you put could, it near the hostage. You can put it next to the hostage. The hostage. <laughs> and then if they throw nades in or something or It'll fuse, pull it will pull the fuse pucks. Okay. Yeah. Yep. If they if they're fusing the hostage, they're fucked anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. But there's nothing better than throwing it outside of a doorway or a room, and they don't realize, and they go to chuck a grenade. Like Sledge goes to chuck a grenade, and it comes back at him, and re- and fucking goes off. It's sick. I love it. I, I like. I would get rid of. I think Mozzie is good for pro strats, but we just don't play Mozzie. I've never seen any of you pick Mozzie. I played Mozzie a couple times, but yeah, it's and the thing with Mozzie is too like your teammates have to know because it's so easy to capture yeah, a drone yeah. and then I they just shoot that. it anyway. <laughs> yep. So let's try so, Mozzie. Uh, yeah, we're just not good enough. <laughs> that leaves Knock Warden Goyo Wamai. I am ready to get rid of Knock and oh, Knock looks cool, man. Knock, Knock Knock was one of Sam's and one of mine. Okay. Just want to put that out there. Is anyone? Going I love for- Wamai, but I drop I drop Wamai. I think. I think, am I the only Wamai? No, I'll put my, I'll, my two, you know, I'll just throw my two out there. I'm a, I'm a Warden stand, I'm a Wamai stand. 
I wish that it was only like 70% of his life he lived in the water. Yeah. (laughs) 90% is too much. It's yeah. It's a little weird. So what about Goyo? Is that just me and Andy? No, I like I like Goyo too. I mean you got those were my two. We're knock and Goyo. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So you get rid of knock and warden cast? Or no, Warden and... Warden who? and Wamai would be the cuts Wamai. I would make. Is there anyone on Wamai besides... Or on Warden besides Robert? I just don't think he wins. Yeah. Uh, but... Because we got to start eliminating ones. We've gotten so many, nah. so many clutches with Warden, though. When Robert, they, I've, so I've literally confident. never seen you... I've never seen you play Elmer, Warden. No. I've seen him do it. I've, I've yeah. seen him play Warden. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's just like in terms of like the meme characters, like give me a give me a chunk ten out of ten times before somebody busts out the warden. Like, there, agent, there's dude. no there's no wholesome feelings around it's, warden to me. He's actually there's none useful. about knock, like bro. What are we talking about then? I'm not. Yeah. <sighs> let's knock. Let's knock. Apples knock right off this list. That's fine. Yeah, let's get, we can get rid of knock. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I concede. Knock and warden I think I think warden is just so iconic too. Like. At this point, he's, just so stu- he's, the, only, he's the only operator wearing <laughs> a tie. He just looks so different. He's the it's only so one cool. wearing a tie and a suit. That's not Dude, when worth you, anything. When your squad is <laughs> Warden and then like Tachanka and like all, it's just so funny. It's so cool that he's just the odd man out. Goyo's the winner here for me. The, I'll go Goyo. I think the, the that it is a, it's a cool new gadget. I think that he has a good look. We like his loadout. I see. I'm seeing it used a lot. I'll, Goyo. I'll say my piece against Goyo real quick, just to get it out there. The only reason I'm not voting for Goyo is because I've been fucked over too many times by other playing <laughs> other people playing Goyo. Never by me though. You know, you got a good Goyo on your team. Oh yeah, you yeah. Day. Elmer, like his, yeah, that his, can be his said. placements are fine. That can be said about every yeah, that's, operator. That's I think the, the thing like, with Goyo too is like I think the risk reward is almost because if they have a twitch. They can just detonate those fucking shields, and it's almost not worth the risk at that point. Whereas, like, if you're playing Castle, you know, the Twitch can't take down Castle barricades. But so we could say that about, like, Mira or something, too, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, if Twitch gets in there, at least it's not at least nobody else's gadget. Nobody else's gadget can kill your teammate if it gets, act- if it gets activated. Like, it puts you at a disadvantage if, um, you know, Mira is – or if Mira's windows go down because of a Twitch. But it's not going to kill you. Not outright, anyway. But if so, if a Twitch detonates a fucking Goyo trap and someone's by it, they can get a kill before the round even starts. Maybe this is a bullshit argument and you can totally call me on it, but I actually think that's kind of cool in terms <laughs> of, like, complexity of the game and, like, introducing new mechanics of, like, oh, yeah, now your own gadget can actually kill you depending on the other team's strategy. <laughs> sure, I do Damn. think it's cool, but that's, that's yeah. also a reason why he's not, like, my operator of the year. Yeah. I think Go- Goyo has the most votes. Am I right? I think we... It's yeah. not Wamai. It's not Wamai and it's not Warden. I think it's between uh, Warden and Goyo. But I think is anyone else going Warden besides Robert? No. no. All right, it's Goyo. Me. Sorry. There this is, it this is. is on a, I did not expect Goyo to win this. Goy- me either. I was. I literally said like, let's get rid of him because I'm the only one. <laughs> Goyo Boyo, let's go. Damn, I've. That's the most shocking twist to this shit ever. The Gordo goes to Goyo. Well deserved deploy this goy what a good boy the lifetime achievement award for uh, best game ever continues to go to siege boyordo
Hello everyone, my name is Ian Purcell and I am from OKBeast.com. You know what? 2019 was an absolute dog shit year. So the amazing panel of judges decided, you know what? Fuck 2019. Let's just award games for existing, not in this hellish landscape that we now live in. And I am here to honor that brave decision. So the nominees for best non-2019 game of the year are Divinity Original Sin 2, Hitman 2, Pokemon Go, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Dead by Daylight. And the Gordo goes to... Every year, there's great games. And every year, there's the games we didn't get to of years past that we take the time to sit down and play, enjoy, fall in love with. Sometimes it's Deadly Premonition. Sometimes it's not. Yeah, not not this year. In a perfect world, this category would probably be won by Rainbow Six Siege every year. But, you know, to be fair to the other games we play, it can't be that way. And so we want to talk to you about the games we played, not from 2019, that really resonated with us. And I'm going to kick it off here with a little darling I call Dead by Daylight. What a fucking game to play with friends. What a great 4v1 multiplayer. It's so much fun. There's nothing better than, like, screaming to your friends in a Discord chat as a killer runs up behind you, as the pig lady from the Saw movies <laughs> runs up behind you, oh, no. or in the distance you see Freddy Krueger. It's just a lot of fun. I really, it's cool it's a, that they got it, those IPs, by the way. That shit is so yeah, cool. I really want to really play this game. Yeah, it is a game that is really, really just a, a lot of plain amazing fun with friends it's not like the most complex game but it really has like this loop that keeps you playing more and more the different killers add a different you know spin on each game because they all have different tactics and different abilities and you know they continue to support it it's just you know i don't know that i've had as much fun with a multiplayer game besides siege in in quite a while and and this game really has like that almost left for dead type fun to it it's really great. It looks janky as fuck. Like, I feel like if you look at a screenshot of this, you're like, this game is bad, but it's great. That's what stopped Obviously. me from playing it, is just that it looks bad, but yeah, I believe spooky. you. <laughs> I mean, that too, honestly. That's maybe chief reason. It's on Game Pass. We nah. should get to it, though. Yes. <laughs> so, Dead so, by Daylight's not going to get the votes, right? It's not. It's just me. Bye. Rip in peace. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Gah, gah, gah. Mm. This gets a vote for me. It's Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Everyone's here. This is actually the best non twenty nineteen game. Honestly, yes. Wow, are you saying that with some with real weight behind it, Rob? Yeah. Okay. Me too. Yeah. This game. Shit, uh, I... I know. I know what the competition is going to be. And here's here's my argument. This it's game, the same game we've been playing since 2006. This game hasn't <laughs> broken. Got him. Got him. This game, this game hasn't him. broken. <laughs> no. Got yeah. Him. Tell me, uh, call me after you found Terry's nose. Got him. 
So that's a Kingdom Hearts what, joke. We we thought we had the winner here, but Robert's throwing a fucking wrench in this shit. And you know what? I fucking love this chaotic energy. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is an incredible game. It's got my yeah, vote. Absolutely no bones about it. Right. It's right. got three votes right now. <laughs> Damn. To keep, to keep. I think we move we, we move keep. on. We don't, I don't know what we'd say about Smash Ultimate that everyone doesn't already know. I mean, what what more can be said, right? right. Every, everyone here. is yeah. here. Everyone is Dude, here. You could put every the, level. You is could here. plug. You could plug headphones into your Switch. Put your Switch in sleep mode. Put your Switch in your purse, and then listen to the whole soundtrack. If you go to IGN.com <laughs> right now and pull up the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate review, the entire text of the review says everyone is here. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten. Yeah, because that's all you need to know. That is all you need. It's a is perfect that for real. No, (laughs) but that would be a great idea. They should do that. They're crossing party lines with Smash Brothers Ultimate. They're bringing the Banjo Kazooies. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard a rumor. Uh, Don't start. Don't start. Nathan Drake's gonna be in the game. Don't start. (laughs) Oh man. Okay, I I was on Reset Era. I I saw it on a whiteboard. (laughs) Let's move to the next. Uh, The next game. (laughs) The next game. Uh, so, uh, Pokemon Go is mine. Uh, you know, I'm sure, did we all play it when it first came out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And, like, that, it was fun, but, like, there was nothing that to, like, keep people playing. But, you know, on a, on a whim, I guess I, I started playing it again while I was in Japan, and, like, holy shit, they've added so much stuff to that game. There's, like, there's gym battles, there's raids, there's, like, you know, so many things to, like, collect and do now. Can you actually, like choose attacks now uh i mean you you have no oh, okay but the game has evolved it's definitely evolved <laughs> it's like you know 2000 what 17 2016 it was a, a little i think it was a little bulbasaur and now <laughs> it's, a it's a charizard, charizard. <laughs> it, it trans evolved but uh, yeah, I don't know. This game's fun. I still play it. Not as much as I as I did when I was in Japan. But like, fuck, like this is a good game. Uh, and that's it. I constantly want to get back to it. Do it. It it's a lot of fun, and they're adding like the partners now. Also, like a fuck ton of people still play it. Mm-hmm. Like on yes. the train, I see everyone playing it still. It's obviously not what it was when it first came out, right? But like, it is shock. It, it's one of those things, and it's the same thing with the Switch. Is kind of surprising me too is like i get on the train and i see so many people playing it and it's like wow this is weird because everything you hear would tell you maybe this isn't how it should be yeah i'm really happy this game still has legs and and it's cool like i i I get the same thing where like i want to play it again but i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not gonna half-ass it so i might as well not play it you know like i'm not gonna play i'm not gonna be able to get everything so but yeah, I, I have nothing but good vibes for Pokemon yeah. Go. Honestly, like, like I'm, I'm excited vibes. to see where it's uh, where it's ended up yeah. or where it is today. I guess not Definitely ended up. Better than Probably the Harry Potter going. game. Did that come out? Yeah. Yep, believe yeah. so. Shit. Yeah. There was a Dragon Quest one too. I think maybe that was Japan <clears> only. But. I love slimes. So next game on the list that is going to get eliminated because no one else is going to talk about it, and I don't think anyone else has played it. But I just want to use this time to ho- just beg everyone and plead that they play Hitman 2. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get Hitman 2 Gold Edition, I think is what it's called. And it's like it has everything. And it just comes with the pass. So you just keep getting everything they add. And they keep adding shit to this game that is like legitimately 
good and cool. And the base game alone is just nuts. Like, it's more Hitman 1, but with all the quality of life fixes you want and just better everything, better game design. It is just so much fun to play it. Like, you're playing a third-person action game technically, but I feel like I'm playing Tetris when I play that game. When are we getting Hitman 99? Damn. Zine, that can happen. Yeah. Give me that. 199 Agent 47s. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yeah. And everyone gets assigned a rent, like an RNG target, and you have to chase that Jesus person down. Jesus Christ. That'd be hot. So Hit- Hitman is an incredible game. And yeah. Hitman 2 mechanically improves on the game in every imaginable way. Yeah. And if you get the right package, I, th- I think it is this gold edition, you get to play all of the Hitman 1 game oh, yeah. with and the Hitman the 2 improved mechanics. Yeah. Like... Get the fuck out of here. It's it's a great pack. They literally it's, just it's yeah, an incredible game. Hitman move 2 the is assets amazing. and use the new systems. It's awesome. And yep. it the story is legitimately gripping in two, which sounds crazy, but just I swear to God. The story and in the games one, are funny. Yeah, they're just fun. Please play like, the game. Surprisingly funny. Please, please, please play the game. But it will not win this year. Which leaves us now with what I thought was gonna be our winner. It's a two-horse race. But we got some fucking chaos going on here. <laughs> now, Cassidy, you want to talk about this little boy? Uh, yeah, I know I know. a couple of us have a few things to say about uh, 2017's Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, <clears throat> if, you're a, if you're a loyal listener to Gone Gold, you've heard us talk about this a couple of times. But uh, it's like a pretty much a top-down CRPG... Uh, uh, but we're playing it multiplayer, and I think really that is the key to the game. So uh, me, Elmer, Sam, and Robbie are all in one long 70-hour campaign. Uh, it is basically D&D. Um, I, I, playing this game has been probably one of the most enjoyable gaming experiences of my life. Thanks, Cass. And so I give a, I give the game a lot of credit, but I think we do it bring a lot to it, too. So I, I love Divinity. Like, I love the variety. I love that we each kind of have our own thing. I love, like, uh, uh, if we find a good item that's good for us, obviously that's exciting. But if I find a good item that's good for one of you guys, I'm excited, too. I'm like, <laughs> ooh, Robbie, I've got a wand for you. <laughs> and, like, it, it, it is... Uh, I think the loot is very satisfying. The story has been kind of fine. You know, it is, I think it is what you make of it. And maybe part of that is like, we started murdering 20 minutes into the game. So <laughs> it's for the good of the, the story kind of fell away. Uh, uh, but the game is very fun. Uh, it, we have had our issues with some bugs, right? <laughs> uh, about, about 60 hours in, we got the, your game save is corrupted. Yeah. And then about 70 hours in, the game fully broke and I became a god. <laughs> Um, but, but it's been a, it's been a great time. I want to hear what some other people have to say, but I have to say, if I'm just talking about the game, I'm on board with smash. I'm here for smash, man. That is what well put Cassidy. That was just really, really well put. And I, the, the memories from divinity original sin two are so important and magical and, I can see this game not being as exciting if you're not playing with cool people. 
But at that the same fucking, time, like, two hour long fire slug fight. <laughs> oh my had god! Where we were shooting rig? down from the top of the tower. Damn. Oh, like get out of here! Just like is this Dude. where we wipe? <laughs> and like the fact that the game, obviously we've 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 the game for us has suffered a little bit because Robert has tried to break it at every oh my turn. God. <laughs> but I even with Robert ass. trying to, even with Robert trying to break the game constantly, it's still it like it. It has adapted to our play style, and adapt is not the right word, but like it works even with us being assholes. You know, I like it's watching not- the little like systems interact with each other too. You know, it's like okay, you're in a fight, and this guy's going to try to escape and run to the back of his house where there's a boat. Let's it's put like, some okay. crates in the back door. <laughs> yeah, so it's like let's block up the door with some crates, and then let's be ready to teleport him away, and then someone else will be over by the beach to teleport him further away, <laughs> and just like you know, watching the little like clock were in the game and. And how like the the different surfaces interact with each other and the complexity that that brings. It's like, okay, well, I want to shock this guy. Ooh, but he's in water and my buddy's over there and that's going to shock my buddy. But I could bless the water and that'll heal my buddy. And it's just like so many little permutations and steam and oil and hellfire and blah, 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 blah. There's a whole social dynamic, too. Just like when everyone teamed up to kill me because Howie was too powerful. Well, that's true. Yeah, and I think for me, like, you know, Smash, like, obviously is a fun game. It's, like, fun to play, and, you know, but, like, Divinity, I think, Cass, you're right. Like, this is, like, one of the best, like, gaming experiences that I've had in mm, a long time, and I don't know. That's why it's it's the winner for me. It's hard, because I Cassidy kind of fucked me, because I think Smash is the better, in quotes, whatever the fuck that means, game. I could go either way. I love but them both. Divinity. I love fucking Hitman. If Hitman won, I'd be happy. Uh, Divinity just kind of sparked something so fucking beautiful, and the fact that it was able to, with us being assholes, makes it kind of a fucking incredible game. Yeah, I love the game. Let's just fucking vote. Let's go, Robert. Where are you going? Right. Uh, as much as I still love Divinity, uh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Smash, man. Every everyone is there. Everyone's there. There are no issues. It is, like, probably the most polished game I've played of the decade. It feels so fucking good. And just the, the sheer amount of content in that game is unfathomable. Like, how Sakurai is still alive is kind of a miracle. But I also yeah, where's give a the subspace out. emissary, Robert? Where's uh, the subspace we don't emissary? Need it. <laughs> Everyone's here, except for the single-player I, I will. Release I do want to shout out subspace cut. Divinity, the fact that Divinity <laughs> is a Kickstarter game, too, is also incredibly impressive. Like, this is not a big studio. They're moved on to, like, bigger things now. They have, they, you know, they're getting good licenses um, because of what they were able to do with Divinity. Um, and it's still very impressive. I love Divinity. Um, it, you know, the bugs are obviously forgivable because the game is that fun. But for me, I just think I have to go smash. Cass? <clears throat> I didn't have more fun playing anything this year than Divinity Original Sin 2. And so I talk my, I'll talk myself back out of it and vote for Divinity. <laughs> Andrew? Super Smash Brothers. I've never played Divinity. <laughs> We're gonna. Do you Sam? have it? Do you have? No, I don't. Or I, gonna, I won't buy it because I'll. I don't want to play it by myself. You're gonna buy it, and we're gonna loop you in next. To the we're gonna. We're gonna keep playing. Don't worry. The yeah. game's broken already. So. Yeah. <laughs> for 
for me, we it's got to well be. It to get somebody I think it's, it's got to be Divinity for me. Smash is so fun as a multiplayer party game too. Like you can't really do that with Divinity if you have just people hanging out. You can't just be like, oh, let's, well, they, let's that's not Divinity's best party purchase. game. It's not best party game not sponsored best by Party game. City. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, so hold on. Let's just let's just end it. We're two v two. Yep. The winner is Divinity Original Sin two. Yes. There we go. Congratulations, Alarian. It could have been Smash. But the fucking magic. Dude, I don't know that why you want Sakurai to fucking kill himself. Like the least the you could do is give jokes. him. You could at least give him this award. He got Stop Microsoft this. to play nice. And I'll say, like, I, I do, do believe that you would talk about how we like this. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think that the thing too is like best non twenty nineteen game. Like, I played more Divinity than Smash, and we played a lot of Smash. You know, like. Also, Smash came out December 2018. That's still It's barely a non-2019 game. It won awards at the Game Awards, Robert. Fine. It's basically a 2019 game. Smash Ultimate can be the best non-2020 game. Fine. Okay. There it is. Divinity Original Sin 2. Andy loves that one. Wait. Hello humans. I am Andrew Street 2.0. Kept you waiting huh? I am back and here to announce the award for the 2019 Randy Pitchford Award of Excellence and Failure Award. Randy Pitchford is the best. Nothing wrong with him or my overlord Jeff Bezos. Here to walk us through the saga is my favorite person, Elmer Guardado. Please clap. You hate to be mean-spirited sometimes, you know? You, you, you try deep down inside to be a better person, but sometimes people just fuck you. And... They they, they 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 deserve to be put put on blast. Today, this category used to be biggest meme. Do we remember what won last year? I'm blanking right now. It must have been the Fallout. It must have been Fallout 76 related. Oh, no, no, no. It was Philip Mewson. Oh, of course. Oh, right. the plagiarizer. Of course. How can we forget the IGN plagiarizer? Because that's that had a whole saga, right? Him coming back after and like apologize it was beautiful if somebody told you that you had cancer would you just give up <laughs> damn oh damn. boy yeah so similar to that this year we, we we also appreciated we had a list um you know blizzard being pieces of shit was on there and so on there was a couple things but at the end of the day we all knew what the winner was and it was a saga worth exploring i think more so and more juicy than the philip Mewson one somehow so the winner of the biggest meme award this year, it's being called the Randy Pitchford Award of Excellence in <laughs> Failure Award. Uh, the winner is Randy Pitchford's Greatest Hits of 2019. Mm. 
So Randy Pitchford, CEO of Gearbox Entertainment, based in Austin, Texas, baby. Um, I don't know how, I mean, I know how this man has a job because it's not a publicly traded company, but he's hurting the brand. And this all begins really in earnest with uh, a a beautiful headline I'm going to read to you called uh, Gearbox CEO says he left USB stick full of porn at medieval times. He had a big year. He had a big year. <laughs> we start there, right? He's got he, he leaves porn on this flash drive, also some company secrets yeah. out of medieval times. I didn't know CEOs go there. What are you gonna do? Allegedly uh underage porn, by the way. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um so what, was, what was her like screen name? Only eighteen or something? I'm not sure about that. I looked that one up. It's all her her like I don't know, whatever username was only 18. So do you have the follow up to this? Do you have Randy's explanation? Um, I'm pull. I'm, I'm, I'm going down. Randy's rebuttal. The porn was a quote unquote magic trick. Hmm. Bizarrely enough, Pitchford corroborates some of the story's details by appearing on a podcast, whatever. But Pitch- Pitchford talks at length about the porn he enjoys watching, including cam girl pornography. So, He's a consumer of content, he says. He shouldn't be ridiculed for watching porn. And I don't think he should be. But that's not the problem. The problem is that he's a boomer and for some reason has porn on a flash drive. Like, what the the fuck are you doing? This is a conversation conversation we're having on a magic podcast, by the way. Yeah, Magic the Gathering. No. Or is it magicians? Yeah. (laughs) Like, slide of hand, brother. Now, Cass, I'm going to... I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a quote. I realize this is not a sex worker. Pitchford said on the show, this mm-hmm. is a fucking magician. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he called this cam girl a magician for the tricks that she could do. I'm, I'm assuming with her body. It's for research. Uh, yeah. He has a vested interest in the field of magicians and own, he owns a magic focused mag- magazine. Danny. <laughs> Here, I found, I Jenny. found, I found the right. This is the this is the quote I think we're looking for. Okay, this is from Randy Pitchford. Some kid, an employee of Medieval Times, discovered this memory stick, took it home, and discovered secrets of my company and future games and development, and also discovered the pornography. It was barely legal porn. This girl's <laughs> handle was only eighteen. The USB flash drive was returned to Gearbox. Pitchford says in exchange for swag and video games. So that's where we start. It's it's fucking hot. It's juicy. I think this is at the end of twenty eighteen. Now, yes, do you think do you think that the guy returned the stick and they said, here, have a copy of Borderlands? Or do you think that the guy was like, I'll give the stick back, but you got to give me a copy of Borderlands, the pre-sequel? <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably hooked him up. I'm going to assume he was a good Samaritan. Next, um, this one, maybe this one's out of order, but we'll just get through this one really quick. Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford attacks media for pointing out his poor communication skills. Um, so he was just mad. He was just salty. He's kind of a dick on Twitter, like consistently. Um, and he's just like, remember the whole microtransaction thing at the Borderlands 3 announcement? He says that there won't be any. That's what he said verbatim. Yeah. And then turns out there are microtransactions in the game. What? And people report on it. And Game then Spot he's reports. like, Game Informer also. And then he says, this is, 
can't even read this. This is what you fuckwitted tweet. This is what your fuckwitted tweet is doing. Please correct your bullshit. The user <laughs> believes and has called me a liar because of your incomplete context clickbait bullshit here. You are better than this. Um, but that's not true because they legitimately quoted him. <laughs> so and th- then at some point he replies, why would you fuck me on this is beyond me. Thanks a lot. Randy Pitchford, May 1st, 2019. Thanks a lot. He's speaking to Games Press. Love you know? the thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like he- he's talking on Twitter like he's texting like no one's going to see this shit. I yeah. believe that tweet is still up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Spin that's tweet, that's big energy. <laughs> <laughs> now, these will, I'll go through these quick because these all kind of come together. Former Gearbox employee provides proof Randy Pitchford diverted funds to personal companies. <laughs> God. Then uh, former Claptrap voice actor details Randy Pitchford's assault allegations. <laughs> God. And this is the same story, but a different headline. Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford accused of physical assault by Claptrap voice actor. That's from Variety magazine. That is Variety. That's not even a gaming publication. Oh. Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford accused of contempt in latest court filing. <laughs> and then finally, court dismisses lawsuit accusing the CEO behind the blockbuster Borderlands video game of lewd behavior and mismanagement of funds. This does not include the assault allegations from Claptrap because those were just kind of like backroom, handled, out of court, handshake. I think he paid that guy a lot. Oh, oh yeah, definitely yeah. paid that guy out. Um, so congratulations, Randy. You did it. Any any thoughts, Robert? Are no, you upset just, to see him win? Up. Shout you out to Randy Bishford, man. He had a great, <laughs> tw- great 2019. It was eventful. God. Yeah. The best part is like right now, you know, we went through all of them at once. But it's 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 really important to appreciate how they were crumbed out for us. <laughs> like it just, just kept the, the coming. Saga, yeah. <laughs> And these are just the highlights. There were others. Like yeah. the Borderlands 3 announcement was a fucking mess. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Th- yeah, you really earned this award, Randy. Good luck yeah. in 2020, Randy. Looking yeah, forward run to it. Run it back. What's that game coming out <laughs> from Gearbox? The, the next the one? Godfall. Oh, boy. God Generic fall. video game, the game. Hell, yeah. That's what you can look forward to on the PS5. That's the slasher shooter or slasher looter? Slasher looter. Hell yeah. The slusher. Anthem 2. Hey everyone, it's Sam Kingma. You might better know me as Judge, Jury, and Executioner of the Gone Gold Video Game Podcast, baby! Let's go! This was a phenomenal year for games. I take that fucking back. It certainly wasn't, but it was pretty damn good. Here are the nominees for your 2019 Gordo of the Year. Tetris 99, Super Mario Maker 2, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Control, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and Death Stranding. Without further ado, the winner of the 2019 Gordo of the Year is... Here it is. We've made it to the end. To the end of 2019. To the end of the games. Video games are over. Who's going to get the Gordo? I don't know. Will it be a Hideo Kojima game? Will it be a Battle Royale game? 
Will it be a maker game? Only time will tell. I liked video games while they lasted. Yeah, me too. It was yeah. good. It was a good run. Deadly Premonition, yeah. that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of good games. Yeah. It's too bad they're done. I want to say 2019 was an interesting year because I think it was a great year. I think we had great video games in 2019. There's a lot of games that I thought were fantastic that are not on this list. Things like Your Luigi's Mansion. Things no. I know were not going to be, for this crowd, going to make it to the <laughs> game of the year list. Yeah, but games that I thought were, were absolutely fantastic. Things like Konami Pixel Puzzle. Pixel Puzzle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. But we have a list of games here to become the Gordo of the year. Last year was Monster Hunter World. Let's not forget there was some Let's write bad some blood. wrongs tonight. <laughs> I'm going to write the first wrong and say that I think I put Mario Maker 2 on this list. I know that it probably won't make it to the end. I think it's a fantastic game. I want to get back to it more. I want to make Snakes in the Attic the sequel because <laughs> the creators won't give it to me. The fandom is desperate for Snakes in the Attic too. It's an amazing game. I don't know if anyone else has particular passion for it on the show. I have a lot of love for Mario Maker 2. I think I also nominated it. Uh, I And I can tell that you're getting ready to, to, to knock this off the list, and I'm okay with that. Uh, because I, I agree. I, I think that it is worth speaking our piece. I think it's an incredible game. I think that I'm so glad Mario Maker 2 exists. I think, though, that one of the reasons that it hit me so much is I didn't really get into Mario Maker the original. So this is a new concept for me. And I know that Mario Maker 2, while it had some awesome iterations, I know it didn't quite do everything that everyone wanted. I know that the online play is like sort of comical at how bad it is. Um, and I know that there are a lot of improvements that could be made, right? Like, uh, why didn't why can't we get the stylus version? Why that's a you? Why is that Europe only? And Give us the stylus, Reggie, Doug. Uh, so, I mean, I, I love Mario Maker 2. I think it's incredible. Uh, it is not my game of the year, but it, it's it's in my top three, probably. It would definitely make my personal top five this year. Same here. And, the, I, you know, I hate to see it go so early, but I just know that it's a fallen hero. You got to fall on the sword sometimes. Andrew, just you wait a minute, because this game's not going anywhere. Oh, shit. <laughs> Now, a new Robert, challenger uh, approaching. Robert, I see your fucking mustache twitching. And here's the thing: I watched you play Super Mario World today, and I can see why. I can see why. Yeah. I'm gonna drag you through the fucking coals on this one, Buster. All right, just get ready for it to come back as soon as Sekiro comes up. Uh-oh. No, I mean uh, that's. Here's the thing: Mario Maker Two, incredible game, and it's a bummer. I wish I was better at it because, like, I I spend countless hours sitting and watching people play this game. And while I technically am not playing it myself, I consume so much content for it that it, it is literally like my favorite game, favorite game series. It's, it's incredible. And like, they've added so much stuff. Like Andrew, you talked about the like online stuff fixed. Uh, they added fucking Zelda to the game. And that's like, that's incredible. And like, I really want to get back and like, see, see how that works. Cause like, that's something people were like in the community were asking for. It's like, are we going to get Zelda maker? 
Like I want that. And of course it's technically not like a Zelda maker, but you know, you're, Still, yeah. You, yeah. As you're far as those... like a, Hey fan base, here's a bone though. It's pretty fucking cool, man. It's not a full on Zelda maker, but that Zelda update it's was free. Dope. It's yeah. extra. Like, yeah. Yeah. I also think that the, the whole like endless mode of this, where you set Love your it. difficulty and get the random levels online, like incredible. So much, so much fun. I want to. I want to do something. Something here. I don't think Mario Maker Two is going to win, but in the spirit of the game, I think Tetris Ninety Nine also. I think Tetris Ninety Nine can go before Mario Maker Two. I think it is my personal number one or number two spot for my own personal game of the year list. Um, I know it's. I know it's easy to like you know make gags about it, but it really. Just nothing. I didn't even know I wanted this, you know. Um, but let's let's remove Tetris ninety nine, Andrew. Yes. Okay. Okay. As much as so, I love Tetris ninety nine. Yeah. Maybe and so. and I think you know. So we're down to six. Now can we get rid of Mario Maker two? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> just because you just because you couldn't beat any of my levels. Yeah, because you you you're just you're you're playing at a different fucking IQ level than me. I I, I do think that. Because there are different ways to play the game, right? There's the way that Sam plays, and then there's the way that, like, I play most of the time, where I'm sitting in bed, and we've got a show on or something, and I'm on easy or normal difficulty, and I'm, you know, 700 levels deep, and it's just fucking endless Mario. And, like, how can you not want that? Uh, and not all of the stages are winners, but most of the stages are are perfectly playable to really actually very good. It's it's quite a thing, Mario Maker. Yeah, and I think it really has, like, that community support. Like, you know, there's uh, yep. probably millions upon millions of levels. And, like, you know, you'll never run out of things to do in that game. And, you know, I guess kind of, like, looking at the rest of this list, like, every single one of these is either a remake or it's, like, something that's done been done before, except for, like, Death Stranding and Control. And, like, you know, I guess... Is this I your game of the year? For me, yeah, I think so. I think we have to leave it on the list then. I think yeah. so too. And so let's so move to the next one. I want to. I want to. I want. I want a wild card on here really quick. <clears throat> Robert, what do you have your sights on? What? What? What's in the? What's in? What's in your crosshairs to get knocked oh, got, the fuck out? Oh, to get knocked out? Yeah. Uh, I want to start cutting fat. No, but we, we can't. That's golden right now. That's gonna make it at least Pick again a little bit well, longer. This is. I think Just get the knives fair, out. Let's I go. Didn't, I didn't play this one, but Fire Emblem. I would probably mm -hmm. knock out too. Is no, Fire Emblem anyone's pick for game of the year? It's up there for me. But it's, it's definitely up there for me. It's, here's here's my problem. Can I just lay my cards on the table? Can I yeah. just get a little loosey goosey? I know I'm breaking the format yeah. here. No, let's try to put your cards. I don't have a pick. Yeah, I don't have on. a game of the year. Straight up. I have like I have like two to three things that I would be perfectly happy with. So you're the swing vote and we're all the politicians campaigning to get your That's vote. That's fine by me. Because yeah. I have I have Fire three Emblem that I, is definitely one of mine. Me too. I have three games I would be happy with winning here. Same. What are they, Andrew? They're Control, Fire Emblem, and Death Stranding. There are some I will I can get down to an order on those. Uh -huh. But those are my three. Now, okay, let's let's do this. I'll do I'll do my same thing I did last time. I think if it's not Tetris ninety nine, it's Resident Evil two for me. And if you 
don't have it in your top three, I can't, I don't understand. It just doesn't compute to me. It is like far and beyond the most tight experience on this list. I think we talk a lot about how this year was very divisive. There's no like, oh, obviously that's the winner kind of thing. Yeah, there's no Monster Hunter. Right. And, but Resident Evil 2 really is just out of this world, like polished and smooth and just everything is good. Like there's nothing that it half asses. I agree. But I, think if it, but I have a feeling it's not going to have the votes, which I think is, is a fucking tragedy. Because I I th- who, who didn't play it? I didn't. Okay. I think Cassidy, Resident Evil did you come phenomenal. I, I played it, and I played one playthrough of one character and didn't want to play anymore. <clears throat> so it, it, it did not hit for me. Okay. Um, I just, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't really think that the moment-to-moment gameplay was, like, that fun, I guess. Like, the, the, the gunplay is tight and... I think that the, some of the things that they talk about with that game of like, oh, it's so tense and, and, and your resource management, like I didn't really feel any of that. Like, really? Yeah. And I thought so, so the boss battles were like not really that fun. And I think maybe, that's where you can maybe that's off for sure. maybe that's like, hey, it, it, we're building on the bones of an old game. You got to give us a, a couple of breaks here and that's fine. Uh, but yeah, it, it's not my pick. I, I get it and respect it, and I'm I'm glad that it's so good, and so many people are connecting with it. But I think even when you indulge in like art styles, I think Resident Evil Two is the best looking game on this list too. That's tough, mm, but it, it is a good looking so. game. Like the fucking light lighting in that game is out of control. Are man. You're, you're saying like best graphics, technical kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I just I just think this game kills it on so many levels. Like it's hitting home runs where I think a lot of these other games are hitting doubles and triples on a lot of categories. Um, but again, if it doesn't have the votes, that's, you know, I believe the democratic process. It fucked me last year, but what are you going to do? Robert, what's your vote? What's your game of the year? <sighs> oh, man. My uh, my number one game of the year. Honestly, it's I don't have a single one. I'm still kind of 50 50 between two. But I would go between Sekiro and Control. Those are my choices. Those are my games. Of I hate year. how the Game Awards totally tainted your fucking Sekiro bullshit. You were so lukewarm <laughs> I mean, on that game, and then what do you mean Jeff I was Kelly so lukewarm it? on that no, game? He, he's, he's, he's been on the flag. I've been lukewarm. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he, he, he. Can we acknowledge that the hype went up for Robert? I'm, I was ready to say. For you, that it was going to be Controller Death Stranding. No, I, didn't I think... wanted game. I wanted Sekiro to win. All the time before it even won. Like even I told you guys when we were doing the Gordo predictions, I want Death Stranding to. I mean, I want Sekiro to win, but I don't think it's going to be Sekiro. It's because I wanted Robert, it to win forever. Robert exists in the shadows. Yeah, <laughs> and so when when the popular vote is won, when the Game Awards, that's his. The floodgates are open. Yeah, he can come out into the light. Mm-hmm. It's like after Trump won. Yeah. yeah, now Robert feels bold and confident. <laughs> but, <laughs> full, full honesty, Sekiro, I think, is the only game on this list that didn't leave me wanting anything more. It was the most satisfying experience of 2019 for me. Yeah, and I mean, the fucked up thing about this being like a group discussion is that that is solely, a lot of these things yeah, are because of it's, preference, right? It's all subjective. Right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, not even subjective, but like Sekiro fits the mold for what you like in games. Resident yeah. Evil 2 fits the mold for what I like in games. Well, and not really, but, you know, kind of does. So here's my thing, Cass. I think you said 
control Fire Emblem Death Stranding? Like that was that, like your that was me. I said that, that was it. Okay, sorry. I think that I could also be swayed that way because like I'm I don't know maybe half fish way through Control and it's like really beautiful and like the story seems like it's interesting. It's great. Fire Emblem. Here's the thing: might be one of the only games I finished this year, and it was incredible and I really loved it. Uh, and I haven't really gotten to play through much of Death Stranding, but I think. Like, based on, from what I've heard, and, like, kind of, it is literally the only game on this list that I think is doing something new. And I think that's really interesting. So, I'm okay. Mario Maker 2, my personal, you know, my personal Gordo of the year. But I would be okay with Control, Fire Emblem, Death Stranding. Like, knocking any of the other ones off the list. Cassie and Andrew, are we okay to remove Mario Maker 2 just to get this shit, this shit to 5 instead of 7? I six? think that's a strong argument, what Sam just said. Yes, agreed. Okay. So I would like to make down. one other proposition. <clears throat> okay. Uh, that we kill one of my children and, and one of Andrew's children and one of Sam's children and we cut Fire Emblem. I would rather see Control go before Fire I will die before Control yeah. goes over Fire I don't think Control before can Control go. goes, yeah. Yeah. I love Control Fire is Emblem. the only game on this list that will be another Monster Hunter feeling for me this year. I loved well, then, Fire Emblem. Well, get ready, baby. I loved, <laughs> I loved Fire Emblem so, so, so fucking much. But Absolutely. Compared to Control and Death Stranding, I think it takes a back seat for me right now. I love Fire Emblem. Control and it, gets it, seep. It might it might be my game of the year. Like it might be my favorite game that I played this year. Uh, it's my first foray into Fire Emblem. Uh, I loved my sixty plus hours with the Golden Deer and like immediately started another campaign to go Black Eagles. All of the characters, even the ones that you think are lame at the beginning, like have something to say. Like, hey, turns out Caspar isn't like a total fuckhead. Okay, <laughs> got it. Caspar fucks. I mean, I get it now. I'm, I'm a couple hours in with those that crew, but I mean, what a, what a game! I, I love I think, playing it. It's a great portable game. It's perfect on Switch. Yep. I think we're doing some bullshit right now. Where I think Cassidy played this game twice and loved it. This is Sam the game, the only game Sam beat this year. Andrew really likes this game. He said he loves it. I fucking love this game. Not really though. I do. I fuck. This is one. This is in. This is maybe number three or four for me on this list. You didn't even lend it to me. Yeah, because I needed a bit of stranding, but I I can't see why would we get rid of Fire Emblem if that if, if what we I think we're looking at it like oh it's a Switch game it's an RPG it's like no it's a fucking game like why are we why are we not treating it like all the other games? No, I'm not minimizing it. It's just it's not what I would vote for Gordo of the Year for. It's not for what I'm going to vote for either. Agreed. So is that the is that maybe I the problem the that we're mid, we're middling on it? On this li- in the context of this list, like well, we're just, no, well, no one has so enough juice think, to think fight of it this for way. it. Like it's it's my first or second game of the year, but Robert didn't play it at all, and you played for twenty hours and decided you had enough. Thirty eight so hours, I, and so I feel like it's not going to win. That's all. I would. I mean, depending on what's I'm left on this list, ticket. I would take this, Fire this Emblem over Resident Evil Two and Sekiro. Same. Well. You would take Wait, Fire just, Emblem over Resident Fire Evil? Emblem, yeah, what? Oh, well, well I, okay. In my head, Resident Evil's already gone because I don't think... Right? Like, is are we... It sounds like I'm the only one voting for Resident Evil. I didn't take it off the list yet, but I mean... Am I the so, only one voting for Resident Evil? 
Are we taking Fire Emblem or Resident Evil off the list first? I was nominating Fire Emblem for removal. And no, I, I, was, I, I feel I feel I totally sec- okay I'm with that, that as motion. someone who nominated the game. While Sekiro is still on the list, I want to keep Fire Emblem on the list. <laughs> that's how I that's how I feel. <laughs> You're getting so hung up on the order of removal. I know. I don't I'm care about the order right, to right, the all right, end. All right, all right, all right. It matters. It's not an ordered list. Control gets a C plus and a couple A's in every category. Strong it's disagree. Very it, strong. It, it is disagree. so middling Hard in its disagree. combat, no. in its movement, in its level design. No. no the way. narrative and style in the music are all pretty pretty good. A way, like, I'll say great. They're all Control is a, a great better game. Star Wars game than Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> yeah, and that's why Jedi Fallen Order isn't on this fucking list. I but, don't but understand. Control, why are we ignoring that Control does so many things in a because I don't, I don't, I don't understand I don't this narrative think. that the game is not fun yeah. to play. Yeah, Control yeah. is a better Resident Evil game than Resident Evil Two. It really well, is. That yeah. doesn't even make. I don't even get I that. Mean, it definitely has it those like Metroidvania. I'm not, like, try, I'm, not try, I'm not even trying to meme right here. The Mind Gate conspiracy, dude. <laughs> I, I just want control. I, I, control is fucking incredible. Honestly, yeah. can we? Okay, let's just talk about control. I live in the and old I'll house. start. I'll start with the gameplay, man. It's fun to play. It's I think rhythmic. The movement is like surprisingly snappy. I think that uh, the tools that get layered onto the game as you go are appropriate as in terms of like what you get when and like the little bit of complexity that they bump up and give you some additional options, whether it be like new gun parts or new powers or whatever, when you start getting like the uh, uh, sort of things to like modify your movement with dashes or or jumps or whatever. uh, It just brings a lot of complexity into the game. I think playing the game is fun. The different enemy types are fun. It's easy to tell which enemy types are which Uh, it never. Well, Almost never felt too challenging for me. Um, But the game is fun to play. And on top of that, I think the everything else on the game that's not playing the game is like unparalleled this year in terms of like narrative and style and uh, level. Well, level design, I had a couple of issues with, but the game's fucking incredible. It, It is my game of the year. Thank you, Cass. That was great. Control is fantastic. God damn. I just love how, per like, you can personalize your st- gameplay style so much more in that game than I was expecting, uh, with the mods. Because I, I went in that game not even knowing you could mod your abilities, but just watching people play with you know cover based shooting or flying around a lot, really upgrading their movement abilities. Whereas I was playing mainly with the uh, the mind control ability that I just beefed up to happen in like a second and just get my own little mini army running around that. Get your Howie's going. Hell yeah. I'm just the summoner, baby. And running around killing people, using your different abilities, the music kicks in and there's like this rhythmic motion to all of it. Jumping up here, levitating. Okay, force throw. Fucking mind control. Like bouncing all over the place. The fact that right in the beginning, the game tells you if you stand still, you probably will die. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, you're just constantly bouncing off the walls and moving all around, whether it's, like, one enemy or four enemies. Like, you kind of have to keep moving and, and figure out on the fly. And that when you're going through – what was the name of the uh, – The I'm oldest blanking. house. The oldest the house. The oldest what, house. What was the, the hallway The where the music really kicks in? Oh, the motel. The place? maze. The, the maze. cigarette maze? 
Might the be something maze? I'm blanking oh, on the name right now. It's like the smoking room maze or something. Yeah. yeah that shit yeah. was incredible. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a great fuck. sequence. And the way that yeah, game could, uh, ends and uh, like towards the end of it, like when I was hitting the climax and like some things that go on, I was like. Ashtray maze. Yeah, this the ashtray is fucking yeah. I, Okay, I might be swinging. I might be swinging from con- or Sekiro to Control. Control is, God, Control is so fucking. I, good. I think like so it, I exploring I, exploring the setting is so interesting, and uh, like just the 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 moments of like the text popping up, and like yes. when you enter a new area, like is so satisfying. And yeah, it's got that yeah. mind hunter text. Then you have like yeah. the Twin Peaks style mysteries at the motel. Yeah. Like. And it's always something cool. It's like, you know, you walk into a room and it says like dimensional research. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, they're and fucking the with stuff in here. All the side shit and like the clips you watch, the art, the research documents you find to read. You're like, fuck, the shit that goes on in here is so interesting. Yeah. Dude, shout all out to Dr. Darling. Stuff, all the Dr. Darling stuff. And there was a moment early in the game where like I found the document about the 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 rubber duck yeah and then like an hour later i was in a room and i was like all i heard was quack and i was like what the <laughs> fuck was that are you kidding me yeah <laughs> this game is so, so I, I played like <sighs> five hours of control maybe and I, I just once i once i had to start backtracking and like deal with that fucking bad map I just that's it's just a, not fun to play. I mean, no, the mini map. Defend the mini map, dude. It's bad. The it's fact bad. that you have to have the mini map overlaid over the entire screen to go anywhere. You don't. Like, there's the signage is great. I think Cass and I talked about this before, but the signage in that game is totally great. It tells you where you need to go on your objective list. You just look for the signs without opening up the map. It'll tell you where to go. Yeah, <sighs> I think that I did. Way, I, Go ahead, Sam. Sorry. As a, yeah, the map does. Like, I've I've only gotten lost like one time, uh, but I think you're right. Like the signage and like the in-game like assets for that is pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's and I think that's like kind of fun. Like going back when you, as you get like the the clearance levels and you can open up the new rooms. It feels like it feels like a Metroidvania. It, it is. feels like yeah. And yeah, also, I, I just want to shout out the the, the physics in this game are amazing and it is this game is so detailed and just the fact that you can pull a chunk of concrete out and then three hours later come back to that area and see that chunk of concrete still missing from the column just when you use your force push and just like destroy an entire row of desks the wooden paper goes flying everywhere and it's all persistent nothing fades away ah yeah i fucking this game is so good yeah i love this game that's stranding. Do we need to talk about the Kojima-sized elephant in the room? We need to talk <laughs> about it. I fucking loved Death Stranding. Same. I, I think it's it's a big meme that I was going to like this game because I like Hideo Kojima. <laughs> but this is a fucking interesting game. I think oh, yeah. I was worried about it going into it that I wasn't going to love the moment-to-moment gameplay, that I wasn't going to love trekking across the United States or the United Cities. And I fucking adored it. The idea of I'm going to let me set out. Let me make my pathway on the map. Let me carry as much cargo or as little cargo as I think I need for this trip. And then plot my way through the map and then hit something. Be like, oh, fuck. I didn't realize this was a cliff. Now I have to figure out my way around this. Am I going to just fucking repel my way down or am I going to use a ladder to cross this gap? Like, do I have enough loot on me? Can I drive my motorcycle up this? Each of those things. Like, making that trip reminded me of Breath of the Wild in some ways. Mm -hmm. It's not perfect. There is, like, 
some tedium to it, but I think the tedium is supposed to be there. And as you start to get more and more equipment for your journey, the game opens up and gives you more options for how you're going to traverse and make this trip. I mean, the story, you know, it's absurd. It's got, it's, these abs- <laughs> it's got this absurd self-indulgence to it. It's got things that work extremely well and things that I think maybe don't work so well. But by the end of it, I was like, I understood, I think, his message he was trying to say. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of parallels to what happened to him <laughs> in his life. Like a lot of the things about his friends and his career and his family and all the stuff that happened around Konami and the performances are amazing in it. I think that there's not many games like this. I know it's divisive, but I think, like, in the AAA space, I don't think we get games like Death Stranding that often. I don't think there's anything like this in the AAA space right now. Yeah. I don't think there ever has, man. It's fucking... It's like a mindfuck a little bit how, when you describe it, it shouldn't work. But it totally does. And, like, the weird stuff, like, getting excited about a mountain at some point, right? Like, after you, 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 you start getting new tools, you're like, oh, shit, I can do this however I, I want. And you start getting zip lines. You get the little cart to carry extra cargo. It It's crazy. And I feel like there was constantly stuff I was discovering in the game that, like, just kind of surprised me. It's like, wow, I didn't think I could use my mortar, use a ladder, put a ladder down, and then, like, use my motorcycle to cross the freaking ladder to like clear this gap and it's just it's weird charm like too like there's something so powerful about how selective they were with the musical moments every time like that music kicks in it's just chills and you're just like I, i put the volume up and i'm like trying to make it as cinematic as possible and it's just it's just so goofy and silly, and, and I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos of people trying to do crazy shit with, like, the tools in the game. Like, I saw a video said it was, like, the longest zip line ever, <laughs> and it was so fucking awesome. And there's, like, all these little things that, you know, the sound of the like button, driving oh, over a sign, yeah. just stumbling upon an area you thought was so off the beaten trail, and finding out that, oh, someone came here and they pissed on the ground. And then put a sign here or like the communal aspect of building these roads. And I already found myself getting nostalgic. I, someone posted on something and it was like, it was like, Hey, my name's Sam too. And it's like all these fucking things you hear over and over again. It's like, Mm. fuck. I love that. Like when you go to a new base and it's like, welcome Sam Porter bridges, weapons will be unusable. It's like, fuck that's burned in my brain. It's cool how much of that stuff rules, right? Yeah. Because you're far, you're they're so far and few between. Then when you get to them, you like take a, a real life sigh of relief, like we made it. Let me bust out this spray really quick and clean up my packages. And and I think the game especially gets magical, like the way they introduce stuff. Like when they introduce the motorcycle and it's just there, and you're like, I can't use it. What's going on? And then you're like, oh, shit, I got to go find the generators. I got to do, like, when you build your first road, you're like, how am I going to, when you build your first bridge, you're like 800 metal. How am I going to do this? And then yep. you're like, oh, I could, I could do this. And then I spent, like, hours not playing the game, just building roads. And I had these moments where it was like, I already have a fuck ton of cargo on my back. I'm making a huge trek to deliver a bunch of shit. I'm stopping along the way. But I keep finding lost cargo. 
I keep finding things other players have dropped. It's like, fuck, I got to pick these up. I'm putting them in the the post boxes so that somebody else can pick them up and bring them to their final destination because it's out of my way. And then getting the notification, it's like, oh, that package you dropped? So-and-so delivered it for you. And so the mission was complete. Like, the communal aspect of that game, despite never being actually there, is really interesting. It's the yeah. only Strand game on this list. Yeah. Mm, that's true. <laughs> when you grab someone's bike from the garage and it's just like you see their own colors and everything on it, and it's like the entire, like, on your map now, you have, like, street sweepers bike somewhere because he took it to the garage like a good samaritan and then you got fucked somewhere on a cliff and you're like i'm sorry street sweeper but this is where the road ends thank you for your contribution (laughs) it's 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 special and like the fact that it works is like a miracle (laughs) and as bullshit as the story is i do think like unlike metal gear it is you get it Right? Like, there's some weird stuff that you're gonna, you're gonna get weirded out. But you understand what your goal is at all times. There's no question about that. That, Yes. A plot is so simple. There is no question about what your goal is because (laughs) they make sure to tell you what your goal is fucking 47 times. Yes. That's fair. That's part of the weirdness. Like, where it's just like self indulgent. This, this is where the whole argument of like, I wish Kojima had an editor, like, not a story editor. That's fine. He can do his thing. But when I take on a mission and the mission is like, you're going to Lake Knot City, you know, here's the stuff for Lake Knot City. I'm like, great. And then I come out of accepting the mission, put the shit on my back. And now I'm talking to Die Hardman, who's like, remember, Lake Knot City. It's like, yeah. And then I leave the base and I get a call from Hartman being like, don't forget, you're on the way to Lake Knot City. It's like, motherfucker, I know what I'm doing. Like, I wish the game would just get out of its own way sometimes. I wish you would have gotten out of the tutorial sometimes. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to shit talk Cass. He's a real oh, gamer. Man, I got, I got uh, power legs level three, baby. Come on. Oh, oh yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Give me that level I'm three s- speed skeleton. And I, I'm still in the tutorial. And, and come on. Like, when you go to, when you find Herman Holsts, and then you can get those freaking Aloy and Robo Dino holograms. That means Come on, me. are you kidding me? That's one of the greatest moments of the year. No, nah, that means nothing. The greatest moment of the year was finding fucking... Uh, Conan? Yeah, Conan or Jeff Keighley. <laughs> <laughs> Big Luden's fan. Yeah, I love it. Robert, you want to do a devil's deal right now? Oh, boy. <laughs> no, don't do I'll, it. I love this I'll game, ju- but... We- no, 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 no. I'll drop, I'll drop Resident Evil 2 if you drop Sekiro. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I think we all have to kill our babies right now. I'm about to kill, like, I'll kill my baby Sekiro, because I know I'm the only real gamer here. If you guys kill Fire Emblem and Resident Evil. No, 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 no. you can't do two for one. You can't do two for two for one. <laughs> I'll drop Resident Evil 2. I do think I would put Resident Evil 2 above all three games. But you're the only one voting for Resident Evil 2. You're the only one voting for Sekiro. No, I'm voting for Control. So no one's voting for Sekiro. So yeah. we don't have to do a deal. Now, so let's just remove se- Sekiro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're down to four. Resident Evil 2, Control, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Death Stranding. I thought you were doing the devil's deal. I mean, Robert said he did, we didn't have to. <laughs> Is anyone else going to be on the right side of history today? For Resident yeah, Evil 2. we're all voting for Control. For they Resident Evil 2. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to whittle down this get, list. Get they RE2 off the me. fucking list. Okay, RE... Don't Great say it like that. Great game. <laughs> Great game. Very, like, honestly, like, that could have honestly been, like, biggest surprise that that game was that good somehow but whatever it's gone 
We're down to control fire emblem, Death Stranding. I got my crosshairs on something. Yeah, I think we know. Fire. Well, of course you do, but you it's can't talk emblem. about it. I it's, think it's fire I think emblem. collectively. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I'm being. I'm, this is a great fire emblem. Right yeah, I think fire emblem. I'm happy it made it this far. That the game support so conversations. Much right. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, dude. Fire emblem deserves the Gordo, but. Even well, even just the teaching parts, dude. Like that, the fact that you have that option to just skip through it or do it, be a fucking teacher. It's there, awesome. were, there were parts of that yeah. game that are extremely janky, but I still enjoyed every moment of it. Basically, yeah. Man. Andy, Andy, look me in the eyes and tell me the amiibo gazebo doesn't deserve a Gordo. Oh, it does. If we had best amiibo integration, amiibo gazebo <laughs> deserves it. <laughs> is that the only amiibo integration of the year? No, Mario Maker 2 had no amiibo support. Oh, really? So it is Ouch. the only, uh, only nominee Smash for Smash Bros. Oh, no, Link's Awakening had an amiibo thing, I think. <laughs> Smash Bros. <laughs> okay, great. Well, the Gordo for best amiibo integration, amiibo gazebo. Okay, we can get rid of Fire Emblem then. Okay. Sad to see it go. We're down to Control and Death Stranding, a game that did a lot of things we've seen before and a game that really <laughs> just fucking knocked our Stop. socks off. So here, here's honestly what I what I would have wanted out of Death Stranding, and I know that it doesn't work because the game's not interesting. Give me everything that Death Stranding is, minus the mules and minus the BTs, because I legitimately think that both of those things do nothing except make the game less fun. Man, when you use the, when you use that fucking those your weapons on the fucking on everyone, that's kind of that's kind of one of my favorite parts of this training is how well all that stuff scales together as a game. Like you start to get more tools and you hit a point where you're like, oh, well, those mules have a truck. I'm gonna go take it. Fuck them. Yeah, you I know? do think the mules add a lot to the gameplay, and I think what I like the the mules are more fun later on in the game once you get lethal weapons because I kind of like having to make that decision like. Do I want to kill someone and crater this part of the map to make sure I don't have to deal with these mules again? Or am I willing to, because there's so much backtracking in the game, am I willing to just, like, disable them for a while and then deal with them when I have to come back again? So I want to mm-hmm. say I kind of agree with Cass here, be- only halfway. I thought, I love the BTs. I love when it's like, fuck, I, this throws a wrench into everything. I got to sneak and she now gets spooky and it gets scary and I might have to cut some thing. I might have to cut some umbilical cords and I might have to <laughs> do some shit. I did not enjoy the, the, the mule camps. Every time I got to a mule camp, I ran through as fast as I could. Or I, I just was like, I have a bike with me. I'm going to fucking fly through it because I was like, why? Why even bother? I could just run away from them. Well, they have really good loot and resources in their lockers. But every but time I, I found got- myself when I was building roads. I found myself like the mule camps were like prime like well, locations. For, I feel like I like, never. I, I agree with both of you. Like the the choice is interesting. Like how do mm. I deal with them and do I engage? But engaging with them is not interesting or fun. Yeah, it's the most. I, don't know, I, like, I weirdly system. like. I like that combat system. I don't know why. I like. I just like mm. the way. I always liked the way Phantom Pain felt. Or uh, yeah, yeah, Phantom Pain. Yeah. Phantom, Phantom Pain felt. Um, and this just feels the same way. So you know, I just I don't really have a great reason, but. I really just like the way it it feels to move as Sam Porter Bridges. But I like that this game is all about building the, the best loadout to get from point A to point B. And the obstacles are completely, like, 
avoidable once you learn the tools. Like the BTs I hated for the first like couple hours. And then once I learned how to actually use my freaking little radar boy, it's like, oh shit. Okay. If I stand still, I can plot and actually avoid them. And you're straight up avoiding like all your BTs. And then you get your blood grenades, your piss and shit grenades, yeah, throw them at I your feet BT. when they start I mean, clawing at you. That. So I think one of the things, the combat isn't, I don't think it's that bad, but I think the thing about it is that there are moments in that game where it feels to me like Kojima wanted to make Death Stranding, and they were like, well, you have to put... Yeah, put third-person shooting in you there. you got to like, put, like, we, some We need it for marketing. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't market this game as... Like, the game literally makes hiking and walking a gameplay <laughs> mechanic, which is awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, the, combat, the terrain is an enemy. Yeah, but then it's like, also, it, it puts those elements of shooting in there, which to me, in some instances, felt like... You gotta put shooting in the game. Yeah, I think the the I boss agree. battles are the worst defenders. Like the button, there's no good boss battle in this game. Yeah, um, which but, is I think why mm-hmm. I would probably go for control over Death Stranding. I uh, wish they had committed all the way to the hiking gimmick. Like, yeah, it's a fucking hiking game. Yeah, I mean it. It it it, it is. I mean, you have the option. Is is the argument I think that matters because yeah. I think some of us like we're on different levels of the like love to hate spectrum of how you deal with these obstacles. Because um, I do like that you, ha- you have a motorcycle. You zip through the mule camp. Who gives a shit if they spot you? They can't do shit, you know? And it, with the BTs, the same thing. You could just avoid them. But also, I got to the point where I was putting piss and shit on all my bullets, and I was just, like, enjoying shooting the shit out of them. Yeah. You I know, think, like... I do think the boss battle thing is something to think about, because as much as I love this game, the boss battles were kind of like, whatever. I yeah. like those, were, those are the cool. only moments I was dreading. Some of them were cool and like in think, a spectacle way, but like, yeah, they visually look fantastic. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was like, this is awesome. But then, like, actually fighting them, they're so un- it's almost annoying how easy they are that it's just yeah. like, <laughs> especially towards the end, there's a boss battle, the final boss battle, where mm-hmm. I was like, can we just not? Can yep. we just not with this? Like, this is so, so easy. no, no heavy spoilers. I haven't finished the game. Did it stick the landing? Story-wise? Um, I think... Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think story-wise it stuck the landing, but I do think that another one of my big problems with Death Stranding is, and maybe another reason Kojima could use an editor, is the pacing gets pretty fucked towards the end. Like, it's an eight-hour climax. Like, this is this is too long. A lot of the hype I felt going into this section of the game kind of felt diminished because I realized, like, oh, this is going to take a lot longer than I was expecting. It's a long end. And I yeah. think there's a specific moment with a beach mm-hmm. where there's a lot of waiting that I think is one of the poorest choices of the game. And if they cut that, I would have felt a lot better about it. But I do think it sticks to landing overall. I, yeah, enjoy, I, think I walked the, the, away the payoff, yeah. being happy. Payoff at the end was worth it. I was, I was tearing up. I was very emotional at the end. The final, the final track. Oh, man. It's, it's good. And the music contributes a lot to that, I think. Mm-hmm. Man, what a just... I can't believe that the music is that good. Shout out to Bring Me the Horizon. Hell yeah, Hell shout yeah. out. Their, their contributions are fucking killer. Yeah, shout out to Major Laser. Now, we're talking a lot about Death Stranding, but I need, do need to say that the music in Control is, really is good. god-tier. The aesthetics yeah. in Control, god-tier. I loved the boss battles in Control. Same. And I love the combat in Control. I think control is just god tier. 
I, I like the sound design, the yeah. sound of like you gripping <laughs> something to you. Oh, and just, just <sighs> listening to the hiss yeah, when you walk into a like, new room yeah. and you have all the people floating yep. up there. And Cass said it before, but when that text pops up on the screen, it's like, boom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Also, I know like it, it is a little apples and oranges and it is, you know, depending on your taste. But when I got like a, a data piece or an email in Death Stranding, like it was kind of a nuisance to me. Yep. And I could not wait to read the supplemental materials in Control. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, totally fair. It's also good. Yeah, I, I just think like Control does so many things in a safe, normal Un, like, and it's not that's not bad, but that's what I mean it's by a, like it's a, a lot of person action game. A lot sure. of the categories do nothing interesting or special. Yeah, and Tetris and I do is just think Tetris. the aesthetic. That's why it's gone, bro. We're not talking about Tetris. <laughs> it, it's not the first time that a third person action uh, psi ability game has been made. Right, totally. and I think and I think both games define 2019 perfectly where they're divisive and you can understand and respect all the criticisms for both man i wasn't controlling I just, best surprise i just think i mean that's what i said when we were making this list no one listened um but i think with control like the highs of the aesthetic are so fucking high so god tier that when people talk about it, i think we ignore how middling and just okay and good a lot of the parts of that game are. And Death Stranding, obviously, has that problem too. But I'll take Death Stranding any day of the week because it's just more interesting and like it's just it's just more important. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Neither of these games think, are perfect. I definitely yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I just But I think one is more I, perfect than the other. But I think there's this weird thing going on with control, and not just on this podcast but i think in general where people are just like the combat is middling or bad and that's a fact like people are stating it as a fact multiple like i hear it constantly and i don't i just don't agree i think that shit is the fact the same way that kojima's writing is weird is a fact and not for everyone no way like the gameplay is fun i don't agree yeah the The story is fun in in death training if you know that's what you're getting with a kojima game yeah, I, no, like, one's, no one's saying that the story is not good, right? And that's, I'm not saying the, the stuff in Control isn't good. I'm saying it is good, and that's it. And I think it has, like... Can we just, we should just vote so we can get Elmer to yeah, stop bad-mouthing just, Control. I'm not bad-mouthing <laughs> it. I just think... I'm just tired of hearing I just this think we're slander ignoring, against the game of the year. <laughs> I just think I just think you're, you're, you're picking and you're cherry-picking with that one. I, just, I feel like because I, I feel like to Andrew's point, a lot of the argument is, well, we all agree the combat is middling. And no, we don't. I think yeah. the combat <laughs> is very good. All right. Who wants? This is, tough. is this the final. Is this, is this the final vote? I mean, we have to do this at some point. It's the We've two horse race for between minutes. control and Death Stranding. This is tough. I go, I, I go Death Stranding. I, I just think if that's the game we're going to remember 2019 for. That is that. That's the fucking game. I think Control will look fondly on the aesthetic, but like the fact that Death Stranding did what it did so confidently and executed at such a high level on so many fucking categories. I don't think it did execute at such a high level. It, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, think that, Control that, that's where we disagree. Is like yeah. you, you felt the combat in Control was middling, and I didn't, and that's totally fine. And yeah. you felt like Death Stranding nailed it, and I didn't. Totally fine. 
Hey, my name's Sam, too. <laughs> That's my name. Sam, where are you at? Don't you remember? Um, uh, so I, I got to go control. I mean, it's, you know, sucks that I didn't get to play Death Stranding more, but I don't know. From what, I, what I've seen of Control so far, it, it seems like a really fun, nice experience. And Control's got my vote. Robert? Controls, if I'm ranking yeah. this list, Control's l- l- number seven. Number right. seven. Yeah, keep keep shit talking control because you know you're going to lose this point. Number you'd six, rather, maybe. You'd rather play. Okay. Yeah, I was no, maybe, say, maybe. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Honestly, with that change, I'll take that. <laughs> control. I put Sekiro above control. Control you think so? gets my vote yeah. Oh, yeah. for uh, game of the year. I think control is fantastic. I love Ati. Ati's like one Ati. of my favorite new game characters. Hell yeah. And it's so mysterious. I think the lore is fantastic. The aesthetic is great. The graphics look great. Uh, the music is fantastic. The moment-to-moment gameplay is mm-hmm. rock solid and very customizable. And this game, and to me, honestly, Control is kind of an underdog story. Like nobody was expecting much from Control when it was announced because Remedy, you know, had Alan Kojima Wake got that fired. people love. Yeah, and he got yeah, hired immediately on. after. <laughs> Kojima's fucking I'm just Kojima. fucking around. I'm just fucking around. I'm just fucking around. And can we also say that Control is the? Uh, okay, I guess Resident Evil had a. Uh, okay. Control a female protagonist. We yeah. need that in 2019. We do. Shout yeah, out. but that's not why we should make a fucking game of the year list. Yeah, it is. Well, no, it's we, not. <laughs> we objectively we disagree the on winner. He's just adding the cherry. I know. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're a progressive podcast here. Um, but yeah, Control is my game of the year. Cass? Yeah, give me Control. I think I think it's a fantastic game. We, I, we talked about it when it came out, and we talked about it with the Game Awards. I think... I think it is a game that is made up of a lot of good parts and still manages to be greater than the sum of its parts. Like when all of those things in that game come together, I think it makes something really special. My choice doesn't matter at this point. We've we've groomed a consensus, but uh, I'm control as well. I think I control and death Stranding are neck and neck for me. I loved both games this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was a hard list to compile. I'm going to go control. I am the director. <laughs> See you in the old house. I can't wait for the DLC. Let's go. Can't wait to meet Alan Wake in Controls Universe. Fuck yeah, baby. Quantum Leap. Yeah. Quantum Break. Quantum Break. That... Yeah, that there one. we go. Yeah. Bring <laughs> Littlefinger back. Oh, man. Any closing thoughts here? We said... This is a... Like, looking at this list, a good year. A good year for games. People were talking shit. No, I think it's a good year for games. Yeah, I thought this year was fantastic. Mix in yeah. a little Luigi's Mansion. Mix in a little Link's Awakening. <laughs> mix in a little, a little Pistol Whip. Ni- a little Deadly good Premonition. Good year for Nintendo. Pokemon was yeah. big, too, you know? And Pokemon yeah. was good. Yeah, I mean, outside of Death yeah. Stranding, did Sony have Don't anything else? Sam King, though. Uh, Days wow. Gone. Oh, Days Gone. One? Not Days Gone. I don't even think this. I don't even think Sony's involved in Wadham anymore. No, nope. oh, really. I think that they yeah, have pulled out of that. Oh, they Jesus pulled out. Christ. Okay. Uh, they got did, the exclusive untitled Goose Game re- release for a bit. That was pretty hot. Yeah, that was a good reveal. There it is. Big year for Sony. <laughs> Big year for Control. Yeah, Nintendo won. Yeah. Nintendo won twenty nineteen. I agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Fucking Fire Emblem, Mario Maker, Pokemon. Yeah. In a close second, Microsoft with their Game Pass consumer-friddly practices. Shut up. You got Goose, you got Goose <laughs> Game for free on there. 2019 was three. the Game Pass glow-up year. It was the Game Pass glow-up year. Yeah. Great place for third-party games. Yeah. 
One more one more shout out to the Forza Forza Horizon <laughs> Battle Battle Royale mode. The Eliminator. Yeah. And I you know what? I I forgot to give my biggest the best surprise. Super Nintendo for the Nintendo mm-hmm, Switch mm-hmm. Online. How was that surprising at all? We didn't. We got it. We didn't know it was coming. I mean, we knew, you, dog. You're, you're lying. <laughs> I don't believe when they dropped that, that it's available today. <laughs> we knew. How did anyone not know that was going to take them a year to give it to us? And they barely gave it. Yeah. Classic Nintendo. That's my Gordo. There it is. No Xbox games. Yeah. Great. Great year. See you in the old house. Mm-hmm. How could you fuck me like this two years in a row? Yeah. Don't forget to play last year's Gordo of the year. Monster Hunter World. Especially once Iceborne comes out. Why do I even do this fucking show? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for the year 2019. Spending with us, listening to Gone Gold, buying the merch, playing along for the mayo bets, the pickle bets, the memes, the dreams. We'll see you in 2020. We thank you for listening to this year's Gordos. Might I remind you, 2020, you know what year that is. New decade. New Animal Crossing. I'll see you on the island. Hit me on my Nook phone. See you on the island. See you on the beach. Cass. Cass. I'm Mario, and you're my Princess Beach. Can you imagine if I'm catching up on Death Stranding in 2020, I reach the beach enter the game world and the beach transforms into the animal crossing beach i'm on your island <laughs> i wouldn't Andy. be surprised i'd be transmedia kojima did it before anyone mm-hmm. what a genius as always you could follow the show at awk pause go to awkwardpausepod.com forward slash merch buy that merch enjoy it send us emails at cassie will insert email here awkwardpausepod at gmail.com Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. Did you like our game of the decade list? Probably not. Did you like <laughs> our, our choice for Gordo of the Year? Probably not. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Street Super. If you want to follow Sam Atherton. Catch me on Twitter, SmathXX, I think. Elmer Gordado. <sighs> at Elmer is not mad on Twitter. <laughs> You're going to have to change that handle. <laughs> Robert Mecky. Follow me on Twitter at Robert Jr. Jr. The Sergeant. At Sergeant Cass. Until next time, we ask that you keep Gordo in your head, Gordo in your heart, control in your hands, and stay golden. Gordo would never. <laughs>